0: Wash those poopers and show me your state droopers. Jeff here with Taking the Cynic Route, episode 31. A dirty one for 31. We talk... uh, We talk everything. The trio brings the heat. We talk immigration, of which we have no business talking about. Uh, Guinea Juan tells us about his trip to Canada. Sounded like a a bumpy plane ride. Uh, We talk a lot about Ayn Rand Fountainhead and Guinea John schools us and defends her to the end um let's see we touch on John Waters and the new Elton John movie Rocket Man. we watch a video of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting drop kicked of which I had totally false memories Mandela effect um what I mean what don't we talk about Kate Upton John Stamos eating yogurt I mean it's all here for your listening pleasure. So sit back, crack a cold one, and give her a listen. I, I met a girl who once was referred to as the Bloomin' Onion. <laughs>
1: Abbiamo menti pessimisti e cuori ottimisti, se esistenti percendenti offeso, allora devi andare. Siamo un gruppo di cazzi di Baltimoro che cercano di capire cosa sta succedendo e di che cosa si tratta. Stiamo prendendo la via, Cinica. grazie, grazie, was that Italian? Sì, si, certo. Oh. Certamente. It oh, was beautiful. Grazie. Arrivederci tutti. Gri Juan. <laughs> 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 that means goodbye. I gotta say hello.
0: You know? So how do you say taking the cynic route in, in Italian? Uh,
2: well I, I I went ahead and did it as, as a dependent clause. Uh I think it's already gone. I already X'd out of it. We'll have to we'll
0: have to let the, 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 okay. the tape tell the tale. Well we'll learn. I'll pull it. I'll pull. I'll pull it. Pull. It'll be a good pull. <laughs> so welcome.
2: Welcome, everybody.
0: Hello, Taking the cynic route.
2: Episode 31. That's 31. We got a dirty one for y'all. 30, dirty one for 31. <laughs> Let's see if we can live up to that, actually. Poop, fart, cunt, dick. <laughs> did, did that Cock, help? balls. Did that help? That's um par for the course. So part of why I started our episode tonight with, um, you know, the uh, f- foreigner. Sound like a foreigner. It's a quote Gene Hackman from uh, French Connection. You know, Pretendo
3: is it, la via cinica,
2: Cinica. Cinica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's taking the cynic route in Italian. Yep. Uh, you know, because immigration's all, you know, a big topic.
0: Seems to not be going away. Oh, Christ. That's where that came. That's I mean, where you're you know, it's that? just. We don't well, have a problem with
3: just Italian of, immigrants. You're right. Immigrants aren't going away.
2: <laughs> That's right. And I just heard like coming up next year in March, I think, is everybody's getting in the mail. The sense it's a census year next year. Everyone's going to get that little letter in the mail to, and they got to answer the questions and shit. OK. And there's been a big, you know, fucking struggle to whether or not there's going to be questions on there about like immigration status and shit like that. And I think there is. It's fair, reasonable. You know, want like. One of one of the questions is going to have like five options, like the first four are that you're a citizen, whether you were born here, whether you were born abroad to American parents, whether you were born abroad and then came over here and naturalized. Whether you're aborted in America. I think abortion kind of brings out the kid in you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you dumb guinea pig.
2: Anywho, um, I just think back to my own father, and I know I s- talked about this in episode single digit somewhere. <laughs> How he was born in Sicily, came over here as, as a young guy, twenty years old, and he went through all the process, did it right, w- went to his sessions or whatever, and it was like a five-year process, and he became a citizen. Well, I imagine most of our ancestors did. Uh, of, yeah, those of us
3: sitting at this table, exactly. So I guess we all came from somewhere.
2: I'm not like I'm not just a hippie, like you know, with I'm not just a left, like some kind of fucking liberal hippie, like. I get that a lot.
1: People probably.
2: I think it's probably a thing, don't you think? I have that rep, kind of. I don't Maybe. know, yeah. But I'd vote. I, no. I think that like it's that's not a lot to ask for somebody to like to if to do it right, just do it by the by the process that's laid out, right? Like, yeah. there's plenty of opportunity and process there for you to become a citizen like the right way, right? So why why do people like moan and groan when they try to not do it the right way, and? they get asked to leave or to do it the right way. Because everybody's entitled
3: and
0: pieces of shit.
2: Even poor people from other countries? I thought that was just an American thing. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey.
0: I feel like there are certain circumstances. If they're fleeing a country that's overrun with drug cartels and they're beheading their family members. Mm-hmm. Like, All right. Which, who knows? I don't know what percentage that may be crossing the border. Maybe it's a lot of it. Maybe it's a little. I haven't done the research. Here's a corollary but, question. But but there's
3: still a correct way to do it. I mean, there's still things you can do.
0: To- yeah, but it's it's months-long process and thousands of dollars, which most of them don't have. Right? Well, then aha. So it's either it's either you try and cross this cross this river with your kids for, you know, some type of asylum and get out of the probably some of the craziest ghettos in the world coming from South America, and Mexico.
2: And we used to give them a pass because they would do the sh- the shitty cheap labor jobs for peanuts instead of paying Americans like what they knew they, w- they wanted.
3: I mean, I'll work for peanuts.
2: You know. Um, so we would give them a pass and let them in and let them do those jobs and pay them shit, which has been from time immemorial since slavery and up through the jungle days and all that. But here's a corollary question. Um, and I know we may have touched on this in the past as well, but we'll bring it up again. Is... If America supposedly went across the fucking globe... America. ...to to inter, to intercede in humanitarian crises, okay. you know? You know, all these fucking humanitarian crises with dictators and fucking, like, you know, genocides and shit, all the way across the fucking globe in the name of humanitarian inter- mm-hmm. intervention, mm-hmm. why don't we fucking go right to the next door fucking neighbor, which is not across the globe, it's right across the fucking river to intercede in that humanitarian crisis. Why, you know, if it's that fucking bad to where this influx of immigration is, is getting bad, why don't we just go help them solve their problem there? I mean, keep but the people there, but haven't we
3: done I, that sort of shit enough? Haven't we done enough favors for other countries? Maybe it's, maybe we should just let them all figure out their own mess from now on.
2: Yeah. But if this is truly a humanitarian thing, it, we could be heroic. Are, well, you,
3: are, are you a humanitarian?
2: Am I a humanitarian? Right. I, well, uh, I,
3: because I don't give a fuck. That's
2: a big question. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm. T- <laughs> I guess I'm talking about America's <laughs> America's posturing. America's posturing that acting like they're supposed to be like these noble, heroic, humanitarian aid.
0: Who Who is this they that you speak of? All
2: my friends are dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like. I'm kind of calling out America for the... Obviously, they only went over to the other side of the globe for the oil fields and shit. Sure. But they they act like they're interceding. Oh, like... It's under the guise of humanitarianism. right. Right. Like when the guy from Syria supposedly dropped chemical weapons and then we bombed him because of that. Like, that's, okay, sure, whatever you say, that's why we bombed the guy, because he did some humanitarian thing that was horrible, and, you know, non-humanitarian thing. I was going to say, it's kind of anti-humanitarian. <laughs> the anti-Italian-American defamation league.
0: <laughs> Coming after you, pal.
1: No, anyway, I'm just calling out
0: hypocrisy, man. Yeah, there's two reasons we don't do that to Mexico. A, they don't have anything that we want, like oil. Or lithium. I mean, they have have drugs. Yeah, but we uh, we buy them from them anyway. (laughs) Which is hilarious. Deals going all the time.
2: (laughs) Whenever Trump says we need to stop the flow of illegal drugs, all that bullshit, like that is garbage. That is
0: garbage. Garbage is that Trump impression. No, no, no. All right, 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 let's not harp on that. Right.
2: We're getting sidetracked. I feel. I
0: feel like you (laughs) can do better than that.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. No, I don't. I don't have much of a Trump. I don't. Yeah, you're telling me. (laughs) Case in point, Jesus Christ! 14 seconds ago, I've lost my train of thought now with all this fucking like piling on. (laughs) I feel like Cheswick in one floor of the cuckoo's nest.
1: They're all ganging up on you, Nurse (laughs) Ratchet.
2: No, dude. um... Yeah, when like Trump fucking says like we need to stop, the... we need to. (laughs) 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 Fuck it, guys. Got me all
1: self conscious. We need to stop the flow. Of illegal drugs, <laughs> can't fucking do that, dude, at all. That is the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like Bill Murray from Caddyshack.
4: Yeah.
0: <sighs> um, uh, yeah it it is it's silly. Like the you war, know, they all yeah.
2: know that's flowing over, and they want it to flow over to keep the fucking population sick and sedate and all that garbage. Yeah, you know.
0: I, I I mean I believe that for sure. I think there's there's corruption in all those departments, you know, and they a lot of them probably involve illegal running of drugs. CIA, FBI, they're all even if it's just rogue agents, mm-hmm. they're still using their badge or whatever to to make that money and you know.
3: Yeah. So speaking of other countries, you mm-hmm. recently uh, headed up north. Oh, yeah, to our great neighbors in Canada.
2: Yeah, I uh, took a trip up to Canada. Um, a couple weekends ago, uh, flew up there with my daughter, who's in she's in ninth grade. Um, so that's the age that she's at. The boot, uh, how far away is that? A uh, well, Toronto is where we went. We just went to the metro area. It's like an hour and twenty in a plane, something like that. So a boot, an hour and twenty. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We saw Blue Jays game. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, the dome was, you know, what would you say? The dome was up. You wouldn't really say that. Dome was, oh, was closed. That's it. Uh, and it just—it just, it just <laughs> felt like we we're. It just felt like we were inside Royal Farms Arena. It, was just, it just felt like we were inside. which right. We were, but <laughs> it was surreal being at a baseball game and inside. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and they played the Padres, and uh, the Padres destroyed them like nineteen to four. And it was weird because in American League Park, the pitchers don't normally hit but they were because it was such a slaughter the Padres they, they ran their pitcher out to hit and he yeah. actually got a fucking base hit. <laughs> it was just really surreal seeing that in American League Park. Um and then we saw a musical Dear Evan Hansen that's about like teenage social media use and suicide and shit like that. Well that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. It was all right. We'll have a great time, kiddo. But we were talking about... Let's go um, see a
3: shitty baseball game and, and a suicide play. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah.
2: we went up in that needle thing. You know, it's like a restaurant and it's 360 circular. Uh, so kind of like Space Needle in Seattle? Yeah, Ish-ish. similar. Right.
0: It, it, Stratosphere in Vegas.
2: Yeah. And there's like a restaurant and you sit and yeah. we had a window seat and we were looking out at the city. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. But it was like $60 a person. Jesus. Just, just to eat, you know, and... Like and obviously you're a, you're also paying for the for the you know, for the, the view, view and the ride and shit. Um and I was commenting on how stuff's expensive up there and Jeff, did you want to share what you told me?
0: I was just saying that's because of, you know, the socialism. You have to pay more for products because they have free health care and what other whatever other perks that their government pays for. That's why every time you buy like a magazine down here as a US price and a Canadian price, and the Canadian price is always Way four dollars higher right. or whatever. Yeah. But So oh. is it a good trade-off? I don't know. Maybe. Now, they did have a Chipotle there, which we ate at,
2: and um, it, it seemed to be pretty, pretty about the same unless... Because I think when you're on vacation, you just expect to pay more, so it, you just let it wash over you and you don't complain too much. So yeah. you went to Canada...
3: Why do you keep and, saying that? ...and went to a chain restaurant.
2: Well... We went a couple other places, I mean, but what do you associate Canada with? I mean, do they, is there any food up there besides maple syrup that <laughs> oh, you associate? It, I was getting ready to say maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian bacon. Which is just ham. Poutine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that word up there. I don't know what that is, though. It was uh, like, it's I think like french fries um, covered
3: with like che- uh, cheese curds or something. That sounds about and right. And gravy, something, maybe. Or, um, just jizzing fucking kids. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> what that is.
2: Poutine—that's like the sound of like it hitting a spittoon. Poutine, uh,
3: poutine. So, poutine is a dish that includes French fries and cheese curds topped with a brown gravy. It originated in the Canadian province of Quebec and emerged in the late 1950s in the Centre-du-Québec area. It has long been associated with Quebec cuisine.
1: I like mine with Quebec gravy, Heinz fifty-seven, and French fry potato. <laughs> I've
3: actually never had it. Uh, people swear it's delicious. It sounds rich to me.
2: ring it a boom Sounds rich like Rich Little. Didn't he die recently? No. no that's Tim Conway. Tim
3: Conway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking jerk. Tomato, tomato. Is Rich, is rich Little is he even still alive, or has he been dead? I think he's been dead. Let's see, though. I'm wrong about a lot of people.
0: What's more insulting that you don't know if he's alive or dead, or I don't even know who uh, the fuck you're talking about? R- rich Little is actually Canadian as well. Oh, there you go. Um,
3: I do not see a death date. Apparently, he's still doing. He's still uh, performing in Vegas. Let's do this shit, Rich Little. Wow, he was Rich Little was uh, an impressionist, uh, big
2: in the eighties. I used to have this record. My mom had a tape. We used to listen in the car when I was a little kid. It was called "The First Family mm-hmm. Rides Again." He did a Reagan impression.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that was like
2: his big thing. That was his it? big thing, and. Uh, like Michael Richards was on his comedy team like when he was super young like before he before, before he, he got racist mom, right? yeah <laughs> way before but uh anyway yeah our interest in rich is pretty little so let's move on <laughs> Jesus Christ What else we got So yeah and then anyway coming back from Canada Canada um <laughs> dude i experi i've been in a lot of planes in my life like mm-hmm. we're talking oh, like so it's got to be like 75, maybe in the neighborhood of 60 to 70 planes in my life that I've I've flown in. Well, I mean, do you
3: actually know that there are different planes? I mean, you could have actually only been in like... What I mean is
2: flights, okay? Let me just say it that way, flights. And I got to tell you, man, it was two Sundays ago. I don't know if you remember. It was was like thunderstorm activity over Baltimore two Sundays ago. Dude, coming into Baltimore, dude, was the worst turbulence I've ever fucking experienced. (laughs) Like, it was fucking... I practically shit my pants. <laughs> like like fall out <laughs> of the sky turbulence? Dude, it was like... Like this lady next to me screamed, okay, mm-hmm. first of all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, get, get, paint <laughs> the whole picture.
2: Like... It's just like it was okay, like so, I was so, grabbing both armrests, like uh-huh. kind of like Bruce when he's driving home and he's got a shit and he right. does it like that planking that he talks about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost had to do that again the other night coming here from Waffle House, for the record. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Right. Right.
1: Waffle House. Jesus Christ. Well, Why do you do this to yourself? Because you
2: answered the question. <laughs> what have you been through? <laughs> but... uh Dude, I, I was like, I just grabbed my two armrests. I'm like, fuck, like I, I, audibly, like, like just like super it. loud, you know. And like, I don't think
3: anybody's in the position to like. So now, describe the turbulence. I mean, was, was it just like just <laughs> was like like you dropped out of the sky or just no, shaking, just like or? really
2: violent, fucking like violent man, right, right. Like like, 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 like some invisible hand takes your plane, like you, like you're taking your dick after you piss and you shake it, uh huh, yeah. like.
3: So that wasn't like in the movies where like the overhead compartments like open up and like shit spilling out on the people Cyrus and stuff. going off. Right. No, nothing like, the, like that. The light, the lights are flickering and there's like a gremlin ripping the engine out. Nothing like that, but the, it, <laughs> it,
2: it totally went over that like inv- that invisible unspoken line of where you're just sitting there like, oh, some turbulence. Okay. Uh, you're like a tiny bit there's like a tiny bit of nervousness, anxiety right. there, but you like you're you're going with it because you just you know it's temporary. The yeah. pilot's in control. You suck it up. There was exactly there was like fifteen or twenty seconds where you thought that was it. It was like this level of uh, the pilot does not have control of this situation, <laughs> like type feeling right. for ten or fifteen seconds. That was like fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. It was fucking horrifying. Um, and then. As soon as that was relatively over, like, the dude had to circle the airport for an extra half hour because of the fucking... Apparently, the fucking thunderstorm was, like, right over the airport. Mm. So he he didn't want to land for an extra half hour. So we're sitting up there, and, like, it's like this Kafka-esque, like, no exit fucking... Like, I felt like I was going to be in this fucking plane forever. I felt right. like I was never going to see the touch land again. Like, I had this fucking feeling. Of my my mortality. And it's funny because I didn't sit with my daughter, who's 15, because mm-hmm. we had different seat assignments for this flight home. So, and she was, I, I was all afraid for her. She was all alone in a different seat. She was way 12 seats ahead of me. So we get off the plane and I'm all fucking throttled and fucking <laughs> just completely nerve jagged, right. jagged edge nerves. And I, I go to her, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, are you okay? That was horrible. She's like, ah, it was fun. It was cool. She just played it off like it was no big deal. Right. I was telling Jeff about it, and we're like, it's got to be an age thing. It's
3: 100%. Or maybe you're just a pussy.
2: No, nah, man. Like, it was fucking scary-ass shit. Yeah,
3: I've only had that happen once, uh, flying back from California, where we hit, like, some crazy pocket of turbulence. And, yeah, I mean, it literally felt like the plane just dropped for a second, and then it was shaking all crazy. And, yeah, you literally think, holy shit, this is it. This were, is the one. Were people reacting around you and shit? No. Uh, uh-huh. Like, nobody was going too crazy. But, I mean, it's definitely... There was nobody squeezing the armrest going, fuck. <laughs> no, there was not. There was fuck. Definitely was not.
2: It wasn't sustained like that. It was like. <laughs> right.
3: Did, did you like. like fuck. Did, did, <laughs> it was kind of like that. Did you scream out anything like in terror? No, like just, any just the word any, fuck. Any confessions maybe? One, oh, no.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. Like, like you and here's know, the thing. Any, no. any moments that, you know, things you want to get off your chest? I'm gay. You yeah. Anything, you
2: know, dude. I, I I was talking to Jeff about this last night. Like, uh-huh. if this ever happens again right. with the turbulence, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like yell that just as a <laughs> gag. <laughs> you
0: mean, quote unquote gag? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I said, you got film it. It'll go viral. You're, right. You're so I,
2: yeah, either, either I die and it doesn't matter. Right. We all die. Or. I don't, and it's I land, and it's hilarious, and I have a story to tell for the rest
0: of my life. Or your last words, immortally emblazoned on the internet. Right, or, I'm
2: gay.
3: Like you're the you're the only one that dies, but everybody else lives. <laughs> yeah. And then talk about the guy who died. Oh, he seems so nice, and he, he let us know you know his true feelings. <laughs> I'm the only one who dies.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it's just because you stood up.
1: <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> First, I'm gonna say fuck it. I'm gay.
0: That was different Now we have another one so
3: that's cool We're good (laughs) But yeah I mean it can be some scary shit Because I mean if you think about it Just the idea of flying is fucking crazy on its own It's fucking crazy Even when it goes well there's still a a slight tinge of anxiety To it Oh yeah you're putting
2: your life in another person's hands Pure and simple And
3: it's like beyond normal circumstances I mean you're miles in the air Uh, in a death
2: trap although and then a devil's advocate would would come back and say well more people die in cars than planes by by a long shot i mean but that's just law of numbers because way more people use cars daily than
3: use planes so like if you you know what's the ratio you know that's what you need to really but your odds
0: your odds of dying in a car are far far greater and you do that more often than you ever fly so that's Mm -hmm. the thing right you you're not thinking about that mortality only because but, you're on the ground. Right. It's a false sense of security.
3: But it's still got to be somebody's time sometime. So how do you, you – know? you it's hard to convince yourself that it's not your time
2: sometimes up in those planes.
3: And yep. I don't even mind flying,
2: but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, crazy. I think I liked it more when I was doing it a little less than I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. My life right now and it requires me to do a lot of flying. I've actually got a lot of plane rides coming up this year. Is that a euphemism. I'll keep you all posted. Um, but speaking yeah, of, yeah, let's give the listeners your
3: itinerary.
4: Uh, um. <clears throat> so
3: in, in in 1998, Rich Little was inducted in the Canadian uh, Walk of Fame. Why do you keep
2: calling it what? Canada. You don't call it that? No. I did watch the Rush um, documentary. Finally. On Netflix. Was, was it was it like that was the only thing playing TV there?
4: <laughs> no. Although, here's the thing. All rush. All the time.
2: Here's the funny thing about um, Netflix. In right? the Cana- and When we were in the hotel, we pulled up Netflix. I feel like you almost said Canadian. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to break them. And uh, there were all these titles. Uh-huh. Like Family Guy was there. But were they and, all in French? And Parks and Rec was not up there. And I'm like, oh, shit. So Family Guy's back on Netflix, and they took Parks and Rec off. Okay. So... And then we come back. Then, then I came back home and, and checked Netflix back in America. Mm-hmm. No Family Guy in Parks and Rec is, is there. So what I'm trying to say is that Canada's Netflix selections are different than America's that's licensing arrangements. That's just uh, how it works all around. I wonder the world.
3: why. Like, because that's how
2: rights work. Why? Why can't? Why is Family Guy not? Why would they have it there and not here? Because you're a different country. Yeah, but what the fuck difference does that make? If you go it's to the, Netflix, if, if you go to, the, Jesus Christ. There's things known as licensing agreements. I come back to my my assertion that what we need is a fucking master fucking white pages of every fucking thing. <laughs> a master thing. white what?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that lists all the white people in the world. And those are my friends. No, I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs>
2: no, no, no. If every fucking thing that's ever been filmed and cataloged. Okay. And I type in a fucking number and it comes onto my screen. Now, whoever needs to get paid for whatever I entered, they can get paid regardless of their attorneys or their agency or their company or their publisher, whatever. Like That's all been funneled down into, it's all in this book. I enter a number. It comes onto my screen. I pay one bill and that's it. The day we get to that day is going to be a great day, a great day for this country. I mean, it's an amazing idea. Thank you. It'll never work. Why do you say no no? Don't because there ar- are
3: that. you have to get millions upon millions of people to agree to whatever fractions of pennies that you're talking about. Well, here's the thing and giving up all their rights.
2: Look at all of the things that are in place right now that millions and millions of people didn't necessarily agree to, but they have to live by it anyway. For instance,
3: mm-hmm. I'm all ears.
2: <laughs> um I don't know, just <laughs> that the drinking age is twenty one or there's you know, whatever's like already in place, whatever's in place. Because
3: of some... What's, what's the drinking age in Canadia?
2: I don't know. I actually Not don't know. 19. Is it? Yep. There you go. Remember that song 19 by Paul Hardcastle? You
0: probably don't remember that. Would that would be no. It was before your time. I don't know.
2: I'm but like I'm like two years younger than you.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember the song 13 by Big Star, which kind of creeps oh. me out. I remember 18
3: in Life by Skid Row. Damn.
0: Or 18 by Alice
3: Cooper.
2: Skid Row is that the Sebastian Bach band? Yes, yes. He's an interesting character. I think that he tried to do Jesus Christ Superstar at one point. I don't, really? I don't know how that went. He I, did. I, don't
0: know. Um, I know he did Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Oh yeah, on Broadway. Interesting.
3: Wonder
2: if good. Um, in the Rush documentary, they talked briefly about how they were big into Ayn Rand, and they dedicated like they dedicated their um, "Fly By Night" album. I think was their second album, and they dedicated it to Ayn Rand's Fountainhead like they dedicated mm. it to that novel, which I actually really love that novel, not because of her politics or any of that shit. It just is a work of fiction. It's a fantastic book. You have to divorce all of your preconceived notions about people love to hate her because she's an unattractive fucking <laughs> crone that was born in Russia and defected. Cause she, and she loved America, you know? Um, and then she got like all these people like Reagan and, you know, whoever else, like, uh, I, I can't keep track of these motherfuckers. Like, the Republican right all like
0: embraced her. Like, right, because she I, I was don't... super objectivism. That was her thing. Yeah, right? so what does that term mean to you? Like She was all about material, like capitalism. like That was her personal beliefs, and well, that it showed in her books, didn't it? Well, I happen to have
2: read her books, and I can lay it out for you really briefly. Okay? okay. So at, at whatever you listeners you've heard about her, if you haven't read her books, you need to check this at the door because you've been like, sort of fed, like, what people want you to believe about her. You know, like, if if she looked like Pamela Anderson, first of all, like, people wouldn't fucking uh, pile on and trash talk her so much, first of all. Because she's, like, this unattractive, like, short, crony-looking woman from Russia, right? But, look, what she had to say... I saw a guy that
3: looked remarkably uh, similar to her tonight in Wawa. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's yeah, great
3: yeah. I, I, I almost feel bad talking about the guy He had like is she getting a hoagie? Or he getting a hoagie? He had like some crazy like Bulbous huge like, uh, nose Dude I know that and guy And it was all jiggly Like it was he's, so
0: Yeah he he. Uh, Meyer Wolfsheim what? He's got like a uh, Some kind of dr- Hardcore drinking problem Is that what that is? And he doesn't I don't know if that's what it's from But right. I, I know he doesn't drive And he rides a bike Because okay. his license is taken away Uh huh And Christina says you can get that fixed. Like he could have a surgery and have it gone. It, but, but the, it's the just... fact
3: that it wasn't solid, it was like jiggly. Like he would like, go get something out of the thing and, and it it,
0: exponentially yes. gets bigger every year. It's so
2: it was so you know, huge. I mean,
3: it, it's almost like imagine if you had like a water balloon
2: taped to your face. I wonder what it is about alcoholism like, that makes your nose do that. A pocket pussy. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! nose,
4: fuck <laughs> <laughs>
2: Say
1: that louder in the, into the mic.
2: Nosefuck him. <laughs> Sounds like an Indian name. Does <laughs> what's, it? <laughs> what's your name?
4: <laughs>
2: I am Nosefuck I am
4: nose
0: fuck em. <laughs> Ow. I well, what kind of Indians you've been hanging out This like? is
2: my brother, Ten Bears. <laughs> anyway, Ayn Rand's thing was like that, like, you know, true like creators and artists and intellects mm-hmm. have their work. Like, stolen and misappropriated by fucking bureaucratic, fucking, like, white-collar, like, mediocrities who fail up, okay? Um, look up Martin Skrillex, I think. You remember that name? From, is he the, is he the, the rich dude? He had the uh, AIDS the, medicine.
4: Right. Right. And
3: okay.
0: he jacked the price up. Exactly. Right. And, an, and he bought the one copy of that Wu-Tang album. Yeah, the million-dollar copy. Now he's in jail.
2: Okay. This is a prime example of who, who uh, Rand was against. Like this is what she wrote about how like whoever created that drug was a brilliant scientist and was trying to do something for the positive good of humanity. But this motherfucking cunt, right? He takes, seizes upon that good work and misappropriates and fucking like destroys the the good intention and, and turns it into this horrible negative thing just for profit. Now that's what she, okay. Um, so when she speaks of selfishness, she speaks about those creators, how they need to be careful because when they create something beautiful and good, it's going to be fucking seized upon and misappropriated by people that are, that mean ill intent. Now, that was misinterpreted as, well, <clears throat> people are going to, like the poor is going to try to leech off of people that have resources the poor is going to leech off of them that's not what that's not what she's talking about like it just totally got like and and it's fucking fitting right or ironic whichever that this her her own view was misappropriated by people like for their own political ends like she did not intend all this shit that she's hated for was not her intention it was spun that way it was spun that way
0: so okay, real quick, I'm on Ayn dot org. Okay. 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 And they have her her uh philosophies listed in a pointed. in a nutshell. Right. Like bullet points, okay. Tell me if this follows right, which, what you'd believe uh to oh. that Ayn Rand was following follow reason, not whims or faith. Okay,
2: now that's not, that's exactly that's she would agree with that. It okay. reminds me of that guy Christopher Hitchens we've talked about.
0: Okay. Remember yeah, him? Now sure. he's
2: a brilliant motherfucker that yeah. I listen to hours of his shit. Go ahead. So okay. we're saying science not religion, okay?
0: Work hard to achieve a life purpose and productiveness. A li- yeah, life of purpose and productiveness. Sure. Life of purpose. So okay. don't, yeah, yeah. don't don't be a lazy entitled piece of shit. Okay. Productivity above I mean most else probably. Okay. Earn genuine self-esteem. Pursue your own happiness as your highest moral aim, and prosper by treating others as individuals, trading value for value. Okay. So now, just by going over those bullet points, mm-hmm. the bullet points I'd say, Mister Skrellix, whatever his name is, yeah. hits like Sh- three Sh- or four of them. screlly Skrelli, sorry, Skrellix is, is like a DJ. fucking DJ, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Um. So, he, I mean, it could be argued pretty easily that he was following a reason for sure, not whims or faith. He was probably working hard to get to that point and then jacked the price up like some crazy. Now, now that to me
2: violates the last one. Prosper by treating others as individuals. He didn't treat others as individuals. He treated them as fucking commodities to be trampled upon and pissed upon.
0: Sure. So he hit like four out of five. It's not bad. That's still a B. Yeah. So. Ayn <laughs> Rain sounds like a cunt. Beef for bitch. <laughs> Martin.
3: Martin's the bitch. I just want to hear that Wu-Tang album. Um,
1: yeah, but that, you see how,
2: when she says pursue your own happiness is your highest moral aim, others m- misinterpret that as, well, pursue your own happiness means that you don't give a shit about other people. That's not the same thing. That's a, that's a non sequitur. Like, She says, like, here's what she would say, like, and I read her say this. She said, if you're in a supermarket and you see, like, two tomatoes there for sale, one's rotten and disgusting and one's healthy and firm, which one are you going to fucking buy?
3: Well, it depends what I'm using the tomato for.
0: Like, you're going to buy. Am I fucking this tomato or am I cutting it up for a salad? You're (laughs)
2: going to. Fuckers. You motherfuckers tomato fucking fuckers Got <laughs> the fucking bus uh, like so would you call that selfish if you select the, the best tomato of, that's on choice there if you, if you select let's say there's like 15 tomatoes and you pick the best one right. are you being selfish
0: some people would say you are because you're letting food go to waste that no, 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 no! Just
2: to pick what you consider to be the best tomato out of the fifteen. Or, sure, that's what I'm saying. Okay,
0: some people get pissed off if you pick the say you're you're looking at milk gallons of milk mm-hmm. and one expires on June 6th, okay, and and it's like a week yeah, away. Yeah, and then one expires on June 12th. A lot of people get pissed off if you pick that June 12th bottle because you're going to wait. Go, the other one's going go to one waste. The other one's going to waste, and you're you, why you know you're going to drink all that milk anyway <sighs> before the exp- expiration date. But it's that selfish nature. You're like, oh, I don't want that fucking one. This one's fresher. You know, so it can be argued. I've had someone has made that argument to me. I don't feel it. Fuck that. I'm grabbing the 12th. Right. Right. I right, right. you know, I, I'm a piece of shit. and I'm, with
4: I'm, I'm OK I'm with,
0: with it. Right. You know. All right. Let's just say. All right. Look,
4: let's
2: say I don't know.
3: Let's say there's two tomatoes. OK. <laughs> One's one's, one's nice and ripe and fresh and good, and the other's all shitty and rotten. And standing next to you is a, 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 a poor uh, Mexican illegal immigrant.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> which which one do you throw out at me? <laughs> I was waiting.
2: That could have gone so many different ways. Which one do you shove up his ass? Like <laughs>
0: That
3: that was not one of the ways. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what do you Look, do to I, your I, immigrants? Obviously, I think
3: you'll need the more firm one for that. Would you please explain
2: about the 50 ways?
3: Pineapple. Right. The other one's just going to turn
2: to ketchup. Um, but no, you wouldn't normally call it like if, I don't know, like just for, like if you find two tomatoes growing wild and nobody else is ever going to see them, like I'm, the point of it is this, like you would pick the better tomato for yourself. Now, that's right. not selfishness. That's just seeing to your own health. That's seeing to your own well-being.
3: Or or it's just fucking common sense. She
2: she needs to, like, one of the.
3: Otherwise, you're going to end up with a parasite.
2: Right. Exactly. Like, and she would say, like, yes, help others, but you need to. It's, it's, you know what it reminds me of when you're in an airplane, when they tell you when the oxygen mask dropped down? Right. Like, secure your own. Yeah, did that, did that happen in your airplane? No, it didn't happen in my plane. You, I would lose my fucking shit. If that fell down. Oh, my God. That would be it. I mean, I would feel, like, good about, oh, good oxygen. I mean, at least I would have that. At least. But anyway,
3: no, I would freak out like a motherfucker. It,
2: it reminds me of that because they tell you to secure your own first and then help others around you. Okay, that's a microcosm of, of Ayn Rand. Like you can't help others if you are if you are cashed out or checked out or an unable because you haven't seen to your own self and you and you fall and crash. Then you're useless to others. You need to see to yourself first, make sure that you're okay, and then be the best version of yourself you can be, and then you then you should help others. Okay, like. But if you help others at the extent, at, at, I'm sorry, at the expense of your own well being, that is a form of self destruction and almost suicide or something. That's sort of part of her view. That's part of her view. You, you, sh- you shouldn't just be altruistic f- for altruism's sake because if it's detrimental to yourself. Right. So according to okay. Ayn Rand's
3: analogy analogy. Mexico is the dirty, rotten tomato. Am I following?
2: How do you mean? Ex- explain. Expound upon that. <laughs> Maybe I misunderstood. I-, I don't understand what you're trying to say. Moving
3: on.
1: I'm moving on. Moving on. <laughs> in the morning. So,
0: Anywho. reading more about Ayn Rand... Reality, that which exists, has no alternatives, no competitors, nothing transcending it. To embrace existence is to reject all notions of the supernatural and the mystical, including God.
2: Okay. So that's a form of atheism or something, right? Sure.
0: But theres I'm willing to bet she never did any hallucinogenics. Because you would nah. probably have a different feeling about that.
2: Interesting, interesting.
0: I'm kind of, I kind of have to agree with Mr. Joe Rogan himself on this one.
2: I actually s- saw um, John Waters recently. He was on Bill Maher's show. Mm-hmm. This yeah, I saw was like him a week on,
0: or so ago. I Saw him on one of the late night shows. <laughs> and, I was uh, listening to his Seth new. I was listening was. Yeah, yeah. to his new book on the way
2: here. Oh, cool. That's what he was playing. And uh, mm-hmm. he said something about how he just he's doing acid and and mushrooms again. Like he just in his 70s. He's like 75 or something.
0: Yeah. Well, and, that's uh, shit. That's when you do it, man. Yeah.
2: You got nothing to lose at that point. Here's my question. Like, if I wanted to do acid, like, next week, like, where would I fucking get it?
0: Like, <laughs> like who, how do you even find it? Who sells what you, acid? What, do you want a name? Like, I don't have any phone numbers for you, but I'm sure it could be arranged. You'll probably get it on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Let's go on the dark web.
2: The dark web. What the fuck is that even? I what the know.
1: hell is even that?
3: <laughs> Should I type, where do you get LSD? No. The- no.
4: <laughs> No. <laughs> Your
0: wife's laptop. The line has been drawn. <laughs>
1: bad surfing. lines being drawn. Nobody's where right.
3: I, where do I find drugs in Baltimore?
2: I mean I technically have never done acid, although I try like I tried it a couple times. Like I quote unquote tried, but it was a, it was like a complete fucking dud and did not
3: So it was fake like somebody sprayed like hairspray on, on the paper? Somebody handed
2: somebody handed me something. Like somebody handed me something once, and I kept it in my fridge for like a month or something, and then well, I tried what, it.
0: That's what you're supposed to do. It was a strip I mean, those candy buttons on paper.
2: <laughs> it was so tiny, dude. It was like it was like like less than half the size of my pinky nail. Like it, right. it couldn't have been fucking good or real. What? I've never properly done acid. Now shrooms, I've done. I've that, enjoyed I, shrooms a few times, more than a few times. I mean,
3: I've heard on the radio that that's about the right size for acid.
2: Really, you've heard on the radio, heard have you? A, a friend told me once. You got any tales?
3: I you, saw. I saw a picture on the internet once. You saw a <laughs>
2: picture on the internet once. Fucking a.
3: Fuck a b.
0: So, what were we talking about before drugs took over? Oh, we were talking about Iran. Rand. I mean, Are we it, done with that? Yeah, we could be done. That crow.
2: All I gotta say is, if you wanna read fucking good novel with um, really well written characters and character development just check out the fountainhead is
3: that by her yeah
2: and and there's a there's a uh, very controversial scene in that book where this one lady like I was just reading somebody else trying to do the fountainhead um like, you know, like the main love interest story is like...
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a movie or something. Yeah,
2: like a new one, right. Um, it, really? I haven't heard about It was I an, old, it was an old movie, but there was a... I thought yeah, was Gary a Cooper version. and Patricia Neal did it in like the 40s or something. Or the 50s. But, but there's a scene where like the main guy kind of rapes the main lady. Fucking Zack Snyder's doing it. What's
3: he known for? The Watchmen and like a lot of the DC stuff. Are you serious? 300... Yeah, Zack Snyder's done all sorts of shit.
2: Nineteen. That means it's coming out this year.
3: Yeah, I think it might be enough. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Dude, oh my god!
2: I am going to be very, very watching that very scrutinizingly. Holy fuck! There's a shocker. But there's there's a controversial episode in that book where the main <laughs> guy and woman he basically kind of rapes her, but. But like, whoa, 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 whoa. but it's kind
0: of rapes. Well,
2: you have to read it because she it's like old, it's old timey rape, that, and that, it was is okay. That, is that like being kind of pregnant? Like she really wants him. Like she's real. She really wants him, but right. the way that he takes her is like rapey, you know. And she like wants him to be doing it, and she enjoys it. But the way that it's described is like, uh eh. you can see like if you can see how sensitive readers can be really sort of taken aback by it, um.
0: So this was written by Bill Cosby's lawyer, that's what you're saying, right?
2: Wait, what? (laughs) What? Uh, I I don't get that.
3: It doesn't sound like it's uh, started filming or anything yet. But it said 2019 next to the
0: thing. Don't believe everything you see. Yeah, this guy's a millionaire sitting next to us. Right. They, yeah. haven't,
3: they haven't even cast it yet or anything.
2: And apparently, uh, speaking of films that are being made, Richard Linklater, remember we talked about how he's doing a Bill Hicks biopic? Okay. That, does that happen? Apparently that's happening, too. Very excited about that. That'd be sweet. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's see what Richard is working on. Like oh, his... he
2: just he's putting something out I saw a trailer for. What the fuck is it?
3: I like his stuff. Uh, let me see
2: director um where'd you go bernadette that's it this is his oh it's one. with kate winslet or something
3: actually i think i just saw a trailer for that the other day actually dude all
2: those fucking there's uh, kate, kate blanchett see what i mean see how dude there's so many pockets of actors and actresses that like run together in my head i can't keep them straight it's not a bad thing like kate winslet kate blanchett like probably like two or three more women. Like if you put their picture in front of me without their name, I wouldn't even, I know it would be one of those five names. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what name out of five it was. I'm
3: going to put this to the test. Uh, apparently he's doing a John Brinkley biopic as well as a untitled. Who the hell that? Hicks biopic. Uh, who John Brinkley? Yeah. You don't know who John Brinkley is? He's only a 20th century con man who claimed to be a doctor and scammed his way to fame and fortune. Uh, let me click this ad out so I can finish reading. Fuck. Uh, using fake medicine and a popular radio broadcast.
2: I never even heard of that.
3: With Robert Downey Jr. in it. Ooh.
2: There you go. Allegedly. Uh, for fun. a second, I thought you were going to say it was one of those fucking insemination doctors who, like, like sperm bank doctors <laughs> like who that, really... That, that's where you went? Who really <laughs> was just impregnating women with his own... Like, there's this one guy who got busted for that a number of years ago. He looked like this porcine fucking disgusting fucking...
0: Oh, yeah, this is the NBA All-Star Jizz. Don't worry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Utah Jizz, starting
0: five. (laughs) That was was the swish. That was a basket. There it is. There There it is. That was a good whiff. Dude,
2: speaking... Yeah, it's funny because Star Wars, you know? (laughs) The New Hope, you know, 1977. The scene where Luke shoots the fucking whatever you want to call that into the Death Star hole. Right. Was so seminal, like, like, spermicidal or whatever. <laughs> Sper, Spermatozoan. <laughs> it was so suggestive of that. Like, you got to say. I'm sure that's
3: what they were thinking
2: of. Yeah, because a bunch of guys couldn't do it. Remember? Like, a bunch of guys couldn't perform. They couldn't get it to go in. Negative, mm-hmm. negative. Deflected off the edge.
0: <laughs> you know? Like, oh. Uh, but, so, it was Luke. Is that you said? Yeah, Luke Skywalker is the master at just jiznal fucking kids.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but anyway, I need to watch what I say. No, you don't. No, you, don't. <laughs> you do too much watching what you say. You got to, you got to offer more. You got to tell us stories. You know, you got to, you got to tell us about your your mysterious fucking past. You don't worry about my past. road yeah, trips,
0: dude. Yeah, I don't know got- why you don't want to share any of that shit. Got requests to hear hear the road trips recently this week. Just think of how happy Beer Can Billy would be. speaking of requests we can get into this oh so
3: yes so from it's my understanding we received our first actual uh, uh, email you know a a, a fan letter from someone we actually don't know apparently we got one of those emails Bruce is going to like this I, I already read it
0: all right let's hear so Bruce has not so, yeah, yeah. I have so, no
3: idea. I have not seen this. At do you all. want you want
0: to read it? Since I, I
3: can't see. Oh
0: Christ! Like I, my eyes are so fucking bad. Eyes. My eyes are getting worse right. and worse by the day. I, I'll take it. Okay. So this is from Tyler in Parkville. Okay. Okay. Which is so probably just, what about twenty minutes from where we are right now? Yeah, it's it's local, half hour at the most. Yeah. Depending on what part. So uh, Tyler says, "How's it going, boys? First time, long time. On your most recent podcast, you discussed the adrenaline scene in Pulp Fiction, stating that it wasn't." quote-unquote entertaining and had no purpose in the movie. Uh, now, just for the record, this is Guinea John's opinion. Right, right. So, totally not mine. The
2: uh, And by the way, it's it's the scene where, just in case you're wondering, it's the scene where Eric Stoltz, was it, Takes, yes. takes the syringe and just slams it into the sternum heart. No, it was
0: John Travolta that does it. Stoltz the syringe. Oh, explaining. okay. All right, that's right. gives him the syringe. That's, right. Yeah. that's
2: right. right. Slams it but into the heart.
3: The day heart. he brings an OD and bitch to his house. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, continue. Okay, go ahead. So, Tyler's back, email. Back to the email. The scene was one of the most, if not the most important scene in the movie. If Mia Wallace dies, John Travolta's character dies. Right. All the best, Tyler from Parkville. Yeah, so, so Tyler from
3: Parkville is basically saying, Guinea John.
2: Shut the fuck up. No, actually, no, he's not. And first of all, my first reaction is I take my hat off to Tyler for crafting such a a civil. (laughs) He he, he, he could have been like, oh, you're full of shit. You're stupid. But he crafted it in such a way that was like civil. And we need that in our day and age. So thank you, Tyler, for this. And and I I completely agree with you, actually, in terms of the dramatic purpose of that scene. Mm -hmm. I, I don't disagree with that. It's just to me, it's just like. It's kind of the equivalent of like getting kicked, watching somebody get kicked in the balls. You know what I mean? Like that's really uncomfortable, just like on a on a bio like a physical nervous system level. It's yeah, just or like,
0: it can win you ten thousand dollars on America's Funniest Videos. One or the right, other. Right. Oh my god! On the
2: next, ow my balls! <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
2: it, it's just like yeah, as a viewer, it just was like unpleasant to me. That's all. But but I understand like the the purpose of the scene, I guess. Um now and it just brought but, me back to But here's the thing. You don't even see needle go into flesh. You don't, but you it's don't all implied. It's all implied. I mean if if you see someone get kicked in the balls, you don't see the balls actually get smashed, but it's all there, understood, you know what I mean? It's all understood. And it just brought me back to why I liked Reservoir Dogs better. I, it just Reservoir Dogs is much more graphic. Yeah,
0: but he, it doesn't he
3: get his I'm
2: ear. I'm talking calls? about this st- guy has
0: a fucking
3: goopy ear hole for yeah. half a movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that scene was not necessarily one that I liked. I'm talking about as a whole movie with the characters and the and the fucking the Shakespearean drama aspect of it. Whereas Pulp Fiction was like, Look at me, I'm cool, I'm driving a convertible in a fucking suit and you know I've got a ponytail and I'm dancing with this attractive lady and oh here's Bruce Willis without a shirt on for twenty five minutes. Oh like like it just didn't have the same like you know, it's like density of of story or something. Something about it was not the same. But that's just me. That's just me.
0: It is just you. <laughs> it is right. You're correct. <laughs> the only fucking person that, that feels is that affirmative. Way. But so. no,
2: hey Tyler, we really want to thank you for the email, man.
0: Yeah, I. You know what? Honestly, the email could have called us cocksuckers and assholes, and right. I still would have been fully appreciative. Right? It still would have totally. <laughs> because gotten he read. took the time out right. the email. So, so yeah, we appreciate that, Tyler. So you're you, the Tyler. fucking man. Keep them coming. Uh, he also sent a link. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know he's an avid listener. He said, here's a video of Aussie Beer Can Billy. So an Australian version of Beer Can Billy.
4: If you're a fucking fair and fucking
1: full-grown Aussie, this is what you'd have for breakfast, you fucking dog cunts.
4: A <laughs> <The> fucking BB <laughs> long neck
1: at 20 to 8 in the fucking
4: morning. Get that up, here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, now oh, offici- offici- officially a fan of the Australian oh, beer can, Tyler. Billy.
0: That can
3: was...
2: you post that to like
0: our yeah, to the site? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll post. I'll post it.
2: <laughs>
3: we need to see if we we
0: need to see if we can Skype in Australian beer can, Billy. I, I, if you think he'll be,
3: if you think he'll understand how to function on Skype,
0: I'm willing to bet the Australian beer can Billy doesn't even have a television. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should pro- sample some of that. Like you dog cunts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're, <laughs> for sure. That's a good one. Uh,
3: so now, do you think it's fans of the Australian <laughs> beer can Billy
0: that are? Uh, it's not really his name. He just pulled that that video was. Still, oh. that, yeah, gotcha. That dude's name has nothing really to do with okay. beer can Billy. There's just some guy who said "cunt" a lot and was right. getting drunk. So yeah.
3: So I mean, I see the uh, I see the similarities exactly.
0: Once again, thanks, Tyler. You, Thank you. You're the man. Uh,
3: so now, do we owe Tyler something? Like, should we? Uh, is there a topic, uh, Tyler, that you would like us to discuss? Or
2: I, we don't owe Tyler shit. He's okay. You know, never mind then. But if I you... mean, we did bring up the Pulp Fiction <laughs> again. Yeah. Dude, I tell you, I I swear I tried I, I watched it again, a little bit of it, not even all of it. Uh-huh. And it just seemed like Bruce Willis without a shirt was like on my screen for like a fucking half hour. Like, that's because you're wa- you're we've... playing it in slow motion. Yeah. Quit jerking off the yeah. just watch hey, the hey. movie.
3: Stop touching your knobs.
2: <laughs> uh. Um so speaking of uh knobs. Uh Men who regard themselves highly. Um, I watched. I saw the Rocket Man film. Oh, this they, was so fucking uh, weird.
3: The uh, Elton John
1: biopic.
2: Right, directing.
1: Elton John. Right. Take me to the pilot. Take me to the pilot.
2: And uh, so I was sitting around my house. It was like Thursday, last Thursday evening, and that was like the night it came out. Right, and you're feeling Elton Johnny?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> um you're like it was getting dark and actually i was lonely in high school i I got into all the classic rock dude like Mm -hmm. wall-to-wall fucking records classic rock and elton john was one of them i I have a deep love for like a certain certain gayness um a a certain portion of his catalog i really love a lot you know like 71 through 75 you know the the standard type shit um and uh, so I'm like, shit! It's Thursday night. It's opening night. You know, I'm gonna—I'll head down to De Regal in Bel Air there, down by Constant Friendship.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and uh, there was like a 9:55 showing. Okay, I had had a nap in the in the early evening, so I knew I was good. And um, so I go and buy my ticket, and the fucking room is completely empty. <laughs> There's not a single human soul in the whole fucking theater, and it was weird because I live. Right now I live by myself. I I live in a house, a small house by myself. Trailer park, that's right. Beer can Billy will tell you. (laughs) live in a fucking trailer park,
4: <laughs> so I was kind of like
2: lonely. I'm like, man, I, I want to do something. I want to get out of the house. I want to go where there's people, you know. Right, right. So I go to this fucking theater and it's fucking empty.
3: Like, <laughs> last, last man, like the Omega Man,
4: yeah. Like, right.
2: and I was expecting. I was kind of expecting because it's like you know, big lead up to it. After the Bohemian Rhapsody thi- was a huge thing, I was mm-hmm. expecting Elton John to have a lot of draw, right? And it wasn't a fucking other person, and it was—I was me. It was just fucking me. Never For the heard. whole movie, you know. And they, right. I kept expecting people to walk in, like maybe like the first
1: five minutes. It was like not a fucking nobody, nothing, zero.
3: Well, number one, I mean, some other big movies were opening the same night. Like what? Ma and Godzilla. Ma.
2: What? Ma. What? That the- word sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what just M A?
2: Yeah. What movie? What is it? Tell uh, me about it.
4: it.
3: it. It's what about it? this old lady who starts letting young kids party at her house, and then turns out she's fucking nuts.
2: Turns out she's a dude who is really just doing what? I haven't seen it. <laughs> just jizzing <gisner> old fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to get old.
3: But uh, anyway. Uh, but so, and then number two,
2: <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs>
3: You're talking about number two. I don't
2: know where this is going. Right. Is this another plank and ride?
3: Fucking like I, I, don't think people really go to Regal anymore. We've had you know these other more upscale theaters open around, like Faustin. Uh, White Marsh has gotten all fancy with all those you know the recliners and the reserve seating and all that stuff. And Regal has yet to upgrade. Uh, I've been to a couple movies now at Re- Regal, and that place is just barren, like at all points. Damn. Um, I, mean, think I, I assume in- on like Friday nights and Saturday nights, it's it's, different, you know, a little bit different. But yeah. I've definitely gone and seen things huh. there recently and been literally the only person in the
2: theater. So that's happened to you? Yeah. A few times where right. you're the only one. Mm-hmm. Wow. That only happened to me one other time. I told you many times draft day with Kevin Costner, which I liked. And that was at flagship, which is no longer called flagship. So don't search that up. or you are going to that one? Did I tell you about that time I
0: went there? Yeah, you told me. In the episode or not? Uh, not in the episode. I Dude, know. I
2: dialed up. Does a it ma- movie-
3: are you really worried about repeating yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I well, highly it, doubt when, anybody's when, taking movie theater uh, advice from, Ging- right, yeah. from this a, podcast. A couple
2: months ago, I dial up Flagship because I, I want to go to Churchville. You okay. know, Route right. 22 for you live in Hartford County. You know, it's you're heading up to Churchville on 22. You know, on the left, there's like a La Tolteca and there's like, it used to be called Flagship. It was called Flagship for many fucking years. Right. So I dial up Flagship and I just look up a showtime and shit for I mean, whatever it was I was going to see. I was with my daughter. We go up there and like... It's like not there. It turns out they had just changed their name to AMC. It's no longer called Flagship. Right. So anybody in Bel Air area, Hartford County, don't think, don't search Flagship and think you're looking at the Churchville one. Right. Anybody who drives by and doesn't see the giant sign that says AMC out Yeah, but road. you just always, so you always just think Flagship. It wasn't always called Flagship either. It
3: was only Flagship for like a few years. Oh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it like a per- <laughs> it, was, it was like Premiere Digital for a while, and it was always the Churchville movies when I was, you know, yeah. younger. Uh, but anyway. All right. So anyway, did you see a fucking movie there? So What?
2: Not when that you day. went to Flagship,
3: did you no, make it to we, a movie? No.
2: Why not? what I thought we were going to see wasn't there. Because I, I, it turns out Flagship is like, it's like somewhere Achim. off the Beltway now or something. It's like a different place called Flagship that's mm. like, n- or not, it's like, half hour away or something gotcha and yeah that's but a- anyway the elton john rocket man yes um it's you know my my first impression of it is that like it's basically therapy for elton john okay like like Who's- he's like an executive producer and you could tell he, he had a lot to do with it uh, it's not something that you go and you sit there and you're li- sentimental like oh isn't elton john's catalog great oh it's not like this warm fuzzy thing like it, it takes you through yes it's a musical but it's kind of random like but
3: isn't it kind of like fantasy sequences it, it, and stuff like there's in it
2: there's and... a bit of that there's fantasy sequences yeah right. yeah it's sort of like magical realism if that makes any sense no um how much buggery is in it there's a little bit Th- there's a little bit of on un- there's like a- there's a couple of moments where you're waiting for the scene to end and you're like squir- <laughs> you're squirming in your seat and waiting for the scene to end I' open exactly- fin- up my ass like it's like I wanna see it <laughs> 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 but uh like and even like the musical technical aspects of it in terms mm-hmm. of it being a musical like there's a couple... one of the things I didn't like about it like there's a couple a few of the songs like you know how like they're acting and they're speaking regularly, and then like a song will begin. Right, like the music, the chord will drop, and then they'll the talking will turn to singing. You know that how that Mm -hmm. happens in musicals, Mm -hmm.
3: like or this show.
2: There's like a bunch of times when a song starts, and like he doesn't really start singing it; he just like starts. He'll just say the first couple lines, like
1: she packed my my bag last night.
2: Like it, 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 you're waiting for the song to drop, and it's Mm -hmm. like. It's not turning into the song in a way that's satisfying. It's just like they're talking and it's like drifty meandery. And then like the chorus will drop when everything changes and like like the full music drops in there and the beat kicks in and the chorus and the hook. And and it there's it doesn't have contrast. Like the chorus begins and it like doesn't change enough. Like there's weird aspects to it that are not satisfying. Like there's like they have them do Pinball Wizard which was kind of random. Mm-hmm. their choices were a little interesting too. I thought, um, I need to probably see it again, but there's a lot in there about his drug use and his rehab and shit like that.
3: So it doesn't necessarily sugarcoat it.
2: No, there's a lot in there about how he was in a couple of relationships with dudes who, that were not healthy relationships for him. Um, there's a lot in there about how his like his homosexuality and his parents reaction to his homosexuality. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, so it's just like this long therapy session for him, like to exercise, um I think that's what it I'm was. Gay! Yeah, like that's sort of the, the gist of it. Um the gist of it. <laughs> and, and a couple of the musical sequences were, were pretty good. Like Saturday Nights Alright for Fighting was really good. Um There's a Bitch's Back that was pretty good. Uh oh and um the payoffs the payoff scene at the end, like in uh like live aid for the Freddie Mercury, right? You know, and yeah. <laughs> live aids. Um the equivalent of that in this movie is they do like a shot for shot remake of the I'm still standing video <laughs> when he's on the beach you know with uh mm-hmm. with the white top hat and and all that shit which was enter- that was entertaining that was that was an entertaining uh, ending so do you think we're just going to get like
3: biopics now about like I, all I, the I hope so. Musicians.
2: I, I, I I sort of see the floodgates opening for that. I mean, they as did that. As, Mo-
3: they did that Motley Crue one for yeah. Netflix. That I haven't seen. And
2: sure. as, as soon as I start okay. seeing the the, the the trailers for Rocket Man, I knew it was it was like they're picking up on the Bohemian Rhapsody thing. Oh you yeah, hundred
3: percent. Well, it, that's definitely how they tried to sell it. Like one, one thing. As I soon as like, Bohemian Rhapsody made like a billion dollars, yeah right.
2: And I, I didn't like in Bohemian Rhapsody how they glossed over the David. They didn't have any David Bowie sequence for Under Pressure, which was like to me like the fucking pinnacle like that is like how do you do a queen movie and not have like bowie yeah like the bowie and freddie mercury like together in a studio well, that to me is fucking stupid aren't they doing some bowie biopic now okay. with like bowie's son or something watch well let's
0: you, know, w- you tell me yeah
2: let's let's look at laptop, and, and un- laptop wizard and then laptop wizard has got to be a dick <laughs> i don't even know why i said that but Rocket Man loses an opportunity because he was in studio with John Lennon, and he actually helped get John and Yoko back together thanksgiving of uh seventy
0: five oh, so somebody should 70, have shot him seventy four
2: thanksgiving of seventy four he helped get them back together and uh and none of that there's no john L- there's actually a cool scene at early in the film where they show how he chose his name um he's born Reginald Dwight, but he chooses Elton from a friend of his and his first band was named Elton something. He chooses Elton from him and then he chooses his last name from John Lennon's first name. That's where he got John from. They actually show that. He looks over at a picture of Lennon and he's like, my last name's John. That was a cool moment. Now, they should have fucking come full circle with that later in the film and shown him meeting John fucking Lennon, which he did, and they became friends and they recorded together in studio, whatever gets you through the fucking night. And Elton John like said, Hey, I bet that goes number one. And John says, It's not gonna go number one. How much you want to bet? And Elton John says, if it goes number one, you have to perform live with me in Madison Square Garden. And Lennon says, You've got to bet. It goes number one. Lennon performs live with him to to honor his that he lost the bet. And Yoko was in the audience after the Lost Weekend, and they were separated for a year plus or whatever it was. And then they get back together, and they have Sean, and they live his last five years in in peace and happiness and before the bullshit. Elton John was a big factor there, man. Elton John played a role in that shit. And after they go to the trouble of him looking as a young man at John Lennon's picture, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, my last name's John because I love the Beatles, and there's my John Lennon connection. They don't come back to the John Lennon at all. I think they dropped the fucking ball. You heard it from me. You, they dropped the fucking ball. Now, if they come out with a Bowie biopic, guess who Bowie recorded with in, uh, during the Young American sessions? And he he's on the fame. He's, he's
1: fame. Fame.
2: You know whose voice that is? Fame. <laughs> you know whose voice that is? George Harrison. John Lennon. Fucking John Lennon. Okay? Uh. Now... If they do a Bowie pick, they better have a scene where he meets John Lennon. They record together because they fucking did. How are you going to leave that out? Well, I'm right.
0: sure he recorded with a lot of fucking people that they left out of the
2: movie.
1: Yeah, but it's John Lennon. You,
0: know? you
3: also have to get John Lennon likeness rights to
0: be able to include that. Yeah, and you then know, Yoko's going to say, "Right, no."
1: <laughs> is that your Yoko? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, terrible. It's yeah. yeah. a fucking uh, awful. Oh, uh, the perfect so, Yoko. Uh, so, I don't know so, who you're so, talking about no.
3: So the David Bowie biopic is titled Stardust. Uh, and he's going to be played by Johnny Flynn, who's apparently uh, another musician uh, who I don't know anything about.
0: I watched Seth Green pull off a pretty good David Bowie during one of the you historical right? roast Oh, episodes. I saw those. You, you Seth Green pull off? Yeah, pull off David Bowie. Um,
3: so apparently the, the Bowie <laughs> biopic uh, is going to follow Bowie on his first trip to America in 1971, the tip that inspired the creation of his alter ego, Ziggy Stardust. So I don't think it's going to be necessarily like comprehensive, yeah. right? I don't think it's going to be like a lifelong thing. I think it's going to be more of a slice of life one, which okay. to me are usually better because okay. it gives you, you know, a smaller, more finite area. You don't feel like you have to cover like all these big events. You just yes. concentrate more on just the character. Right. Uh, you know, I thought Walk the Line was kind of like that a little more.
0: Um, I still need to see that. What? I know. Yeah. Walk the Line spanned his whole life.
3: Yeah, actually, now you mentioned that yeah, guy. It goes from him They're in right. the military. All right, bad all example. Until, yeah. Really? Yeah, him as a kid. It's a like, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Okay, example. Warren Zevon, yeah.
2: Mr. Bad Example. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I only remember certain
2: parts. Um, I, I still say uh, Walk I, I don't Hard even, is better. Yeah, I don't even need this. I was just going to say I don't mm-hmm. even need to see Walk the Line because Walk Hard is everything that I would ever want in a movie, <laughs> sexually. <laughs> Ain't nothing terrible going to happen today.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I still have not seen that movie in its entirety.
0: Oh, oh, so good. Now, that's, uh, that's a trap. We'll have to come again. over for movie night and do both. Oh, we should. Do it back to back. I'm going to miss some birthdays. Look, I'm going to miss some births.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what did you just put in your mouth? LSD? Or PCP? Fuck, I fucked it up. Some bitch. It's PCP.
2: I'm not freebasing cocaine anymore. <laughs> Um yeah, man, but uh, the Bowie yeah, I don't know, like, um, I mean,
3: like I would they, like
2: to maybe I wish they'd do a slice of life Bowie picture about his three albums in Berlin with Brian Eno, and um, you know, Lou Reed was involved in some of that shit, and uh, I don't know,
0: it sounds like a blockbuster in the making yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they they should do like a full fuller scope of Bowie, but
0: who else what other musicians do you really think? Prince, Good question. Prince, Tom Petty. Any of the ones that recently died, expect a movie in the next four years. Michael Jackson. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to pull that one off. I could get Bruno Mars to
2: play uh, Michael Jackson. That might go over. They could do that. I right. guess, he's, but he's, I don't he's gonna, know. Who's going to play the kids?
0: Yeah, it depends if Bruno Mars minds.
3: Just jizzing fucking kids. <laughs> 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 they, they could just do it with special effects. <laughs>
2: Get the super soaker, the, the jizzinator, know, whatever The is. <laughs> Oh, I saw a trailer for uh, Terminator, Sarah Connor bullshit is getting rebooted. Yeah, right? I saw that. With, uh, with the same lady, I'm pretty sure. And Arnold. And Arnold, yeah. You see that bullshit where somebody tried
0: to drop kick Arnold Schwarzenegger? I did. I, watched I heard about it. It. that. I never watched the dude, actual video. They didn't fucking try. He right. drop kicked Arnold Schwarzenegger, right. knocked him to the fucking ground. Some no, no, no! I don't think he got knocked down. He Dude's just got bullshit. slightly I jostled. Watch the video. I,
2: I didn't think he get knocked knocked down. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard he thought well, he
3: just got nudged. He just thought it was like from the crowd. Let's see. This is a, a Mandela see. effect. Let's see your definition. I'm pretty of sure right he didn't I get knocked down. I, I have not okay, seen the video, on. so I. But I heard he didn't really. He like kind of just took it like a fucking man. It's up there.
0: Kick I'm not saying he didn't take it like a man. He got back up, but. He fucking got knocked to the ground. All right, let's see this shit. Um, okay, this this this, this <sighs> one looks like he, stunning video out of South Son Africa of tonight It shows man drop
4: kick. kicking former
0: Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. But like his iconic character, the Terminator, Schwarzenegger okay. proves Nobody once again that at seventy, All right. yeah. uh, think again, he still got it.
3: Right. Here we go. Let's see he's this ready. shit.
0: He's ready. He's ready. Cell phone video shows Arnold Schwarzenegger taking photos. Dude, and he's still to fucking. I mean, I guess he's he getting back in shape for. Uh, Someone drop kicks the, the Terminator, Terminator is, yeah. and Terminator yeah, <laughs> This happened in Johannesburg. Whoa. No, that's that's
3: not that's the, the, the kid on the ground. Yeah, but
4: Africa. the ambush gave Schwarzenegger. I think, bumped, no I think it just
3: bumped. I think it just bumped him out. Like here's he's still the, standing. Right. Oh, here it is. Are here's here's, here's the good angle. Let's say it.
0: All right. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, you're, right, you're it's, right. It's
3: funny how we remember differently.
0: I didn't see that angle. Right. Dude, how awesome would it have been if he just got up and took that guy and, like, broke him in half? Dude, if he caught him and swung him around, like, Conan the Barbarian sword or right, you know, right. axe or whatever, and just
1: Smash, smashed, smashed like him like a
0: melon the on the ground.
1: Right. He's still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so. I don't think so. Speak for yourself. So,
3: apparently, the next Terminator is going to ignore all the other Terminator sequels, with the exception of Terminator 2, and, like, take place somewhere in the same world after Part 2. Hmm. Is what I'm hearing.
2: I re- really never sat down with that franchise. Too violent for you? No, it just didn't get around to it or something. Why do they got to show the robot? <laughs> I don't need to see that to be entertained. Uh, Total Recall was on uh, cable the other day. Greatest movie. That's pretty which, great.
3: which
0: you're a fan
2: of, right? I like that one. The, and so, so his is head like expanding and blowing up. Is that up? based on Philip K. Dick or something? Uh, I don't know. Um, I think... Poor Bruce. He's like he spends all day at his cubicle at work on a computer. He comes here and he's got to do computer. That's uh, why, why
3: I can't see poor Bruce. Yeah, Philip K. Dick. Uh, well, we what's... can re- we can remember it for
2: you wholesale. That's the name of the oh uh, the short. Oh, it's a short. Okay. Huh.
3: See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> <laughs> see you at the party, Richter. Yeah, man. Because he also did uh, uh, "Do Androids Dream of Electric, electric Sheep?" sheep. sheep yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was Blade Runner. Aha.
1: So get your ass to malls. So oh, get man. your ass
0: to malls. Do it later. We'll update, we'll update oh, the listeners shit. after the fact.
3: What the hell's happening? No They're just playing everything? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Tell me, stop it.
4: Never Google the okay. heck.
3: It's We're going good. forever. <laughs> we could just run an entire episode of just sound clips. <laughs> <laughs> How fun <laughs> would that be? <laughs> <laughs> we just put up a new episode and it's literally just the soundboard. Just soundboard oh, I heard a clip. I forth. heard a clip.
1: Got the fucking bus! <laughs>
3: so strangely, yeah. Philip K. Dick didn't he? He also did a um, a Richard Linkletter one, didn't he? Isn't Waking Life like one? Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, wa- yeah. No, not Waking Life. Uh, Scanner Darkly.
2: That's the one. That's the one.
3: Yeah, it's like one the, of the uh, what's his face?
2: Scanner um, Reeves, right? So uh, what's tell? I, I don't know anything about the John Wick franchise. What's the premise?
3: Uh, they they kill his fucking dog and steal his car, and he kills every human
0: being on the planet. Like serious? Because sounds of that. like a
2: bad country song. <laughs>
0: no, I am serious. Apparently, they're amazing. I've never seen. Uh, them. Who are they? Or Is that part of it, the whole it, mystery? It,
3: no, it's not. Like the first movie, essentially. You know this this young this young guy thinks he's hot shit because his dad's like some big time crime lord in the city. Uh, sees this car, this sweet fucking car that he wants. And decides he fucking wants it. He offers the guy money for it, Keanu Reeves. And he's like, no, you know, it's my car. I love this car. Whatever. Okay. So the guy breaks into his fucking house and basically tries to steal his car, kills Keanu Reeves' fucking dog, and steals the car. The dog is all that Keanu Reeves has left. Wow. Because his fucking wife's dead or whatever. Turns out Keanu Reeves used to be, like, the world's most insane assassin. (sighs) So he basically just goes on a rampage to get you know revenge, get his fucking car back and revenge his dead dog. The dog dies? Avenge, avenge his dead dog.
2: How does the dog die? Uh
3: the guys kill it You're while trying to not fucking rock the listening thing. To, know, to the I've, whole I've, conversation. I know only said like nine fucking Wait time. a minute.
2: Yeah. He just you said, said he stole the ki- dog. Is what he said. Killed his
0: dog, no, stole, stole the, car. the car. Right. Oh.
3: It's not oh, a bit, oh. folks.
0: It's not a bit. <laughs> right. no,
3: I
2: thought you said stole the dog. I, so sorry. that's the
3: first movie. The second movie opens up the entire world of you know these paid assassins, uh, okay. and there's whole, there's all sorts of rules and rituals and all sorts of stuff. And then three plays off of that. Okay. Two is my probably my favorite. Three might be one of the most plotless movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's just it's just pretty much two hours solid of dudes getting wrecked.
2: Okay, okay. not
3: erect, <laughs> but wrecked. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I thought one I thought one was okay you know i didn't think one was great i liked it but i didn't think it was like some sort of phenomenal thing part two i thought was so fucking good interesting and then yeah three i really like too. but again it's very
2: plotless uh i got a little slight topic switch but um something i wanted to bring up so you guys familiar with the law and order franchise right Uh, familiar with yes i don't watch it but i know what it is Uh, yeah exactly i'm aware
3: i'm aware that's a thing that exists
2: and there's like three major and i think they're are they all done now are they do they're still doing the one right the special victim or whatever right okay now yeah i don't know and order hpv (laughs) (laughs) so there's three main ones that existed okay regular law and order which i think ran about 20 years and then it stopped about 2009 or so. And that okay. was Orbach. Yeah, Jerry and they, Orbach. they went through a bunch of people like okay. Chris Noth, Jerry Orbach, Jesse Green, bunch of people. Um Paul Sorvino was in a couple seasons. Okay. Um and then there was one called Criminal Intent with Vincent D'Onofrio. That was about 10 years, okay. maybe 8 years, something like that. And then SVU, Special Victims Unit.
3: There's actually six.
2: Well, the other three are like they don't they, count. They, they didn't really take off. These are the main three. Special Victims Unit, dude, has been on for... Before,
3: before you get to that, I'd like to mention the other ones. Go ahead. Law and Order, Trial by Jury. Okay. Which didn't last, right? Law. I don't know. Uh, Law and Order, Los Angeles. <laughs> and Law and
2: Order, True Crime.
4: <laughs>
2: okay, here's my, my point of bringing this up. When you look on cable, dude, and even today, like, do you have does it say like the t- the year ranges for these shows? Like, I mean, tell I, me what the I have SVU. To, I have to look at them individually. Tell me the SVU like date range, because SVU, which is basically about fucking pedophilia, right? right?
3: Uh, 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 slimy vagina unit.
2: <laughs> yeah, like it's basically about like this really just disgusting, sick like.
0: Special victims. Yeah. Is that like, what that is?
2: Yeah. Like, it's it's a lot of pedophilia. It's a lot of fucking rape.
0: Like, slutty vaginas. It's just a lot of. Just
3: old fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> Num- n- number of se- 20 fucking seasons,
2: 458 episodes. Okay.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. That's now more that's volumes ho- than real Topeka, Topeka right. people.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dude, talk about like, uh, semen recall. Like,
3: yeah, it premiered in September 20th, 1999.
2: And it's still going. They're still making it. My point is, yes, why they, is... They,
3: they renewed it for 20th season. Yes. Why
2: is that one, the one that's always on and always make, they're always making more, apparently there's a demand for it, why is it that the viewing public demands that disgusting, unpleasant, most unpleasant version so much? Hey,
0: who are you to decide that it's... Because their biggest fans are Catholic priests. That's their viewing audience.
3: Do you, know, do you know who the creator of Law & Order was? Dick Wolf. Goddamn right.
2: <laughs> I knew that. Not Dick Warlock.
3: Not, yeah. not Wolf not, Dick. Not to be confused with Dick Warlock.
2: <laughs> I guess that's my question. I mean, what do you think? Like, Besides the funny response, that's a funny well, no, response. I
3: mean, but- the, the original Law & Order ran the same, 20 seasons. Uh, SVU, which just actually just got announced or just got renewed for its 21st season. Damn. Um, but it's
2: so syndicated, too. It's every fucking where. Man. Cr-
3: criminal intent was 10 seasons. 10 years. Yeah. Trial by jury. One season. Law and order. L.A. one season. Dude. Law and order. True crime. One season. Oh, we got a new one coming up. What? You ready? <coughs> On September 4th, 2018. This comes from Wikipedia, by the way. September 4th, 2018. NBC announced That it had given an order of 13 episodes to the latest installment of the franchise entitled Law and Order Hate Crimes. Ah, Jesus. Created by Wolf and Warren Light, the series is based on the NYPD's actual hate crimes unit and follows an elite team of specially trained investigators who investigate. That's sloppy. This is sloppy writing. uh, Investigate all forms of discrimination.
0: (laughs) Oh, what? There, there's your new hit for the next 20 years. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Oh, man. oh.
3: However, on March 4th, 2019, NBC announced that the series would be heading back into redevelopment to flesh out the concept and such introduction on SVU would not take place.
2: So, yeah. See, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't see that going well. <laughs> it's just a, land, a bunch of landmines there. Um I don't know. Like I just That's that sort of reminds me of my Pulp Fiction thing about the 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 syringe slammed into the heart. Like, why do we need so much programming about that unpleasant shit? Like, I'm not saying to put your head in the sand, but I'm also saying, like, why do we need to like vicariously like tune in and watch so much of that?
0: Hey, some of the biggest shows now are the true crime things that are actually happened, not just fictional Law and Order shit like Discovery ID and all those channels with. The, uh, you know, crazy wife kills her husband. There's a f- whatever, uh, mm-hmm. you know, dead prom dates. I'm right. sure there's a like the entire series, for, series right, for all
3: of them. The entire Lifetime channel, like, yeah. programming.
0: Every right. every Lifetime Hallmark movie is based on real mm. crazy tragedy shit. Right, with, like, John Stamos raping people. Yeah. I mean, sure, some people probably like it, but right. I'm with you. I don't see the draw.
3: Yeah, man. Did we ever discuss the John Stamos yogurt commercials? No. There's John Stamos yogurt commercials? I mean, I don't know. We, we might have to investigate some of these
2: a little further. For, uh... Do you want to do it before we go on air with it, or you want to do it just now?
3: Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't know if I can bring one up specifically. I'll have to search and try to find. Well, I mean, I can search just as easy. I have something
2: written down, too. I don't really know what it is, but I wrote it down. Go, go... B- bring, bring up John Stamos yogurt and
0: <laughs> uh... see how that goes for you. John Stamos's yogurt. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the Greek yogurt thing. See the yeah. Click. click Sexy on Dan and Oikos. Now, now let, let's. Uh, okay, let's check. Let's, one let's these have, have guinea Wan. Right oh Christ! You got something on your right here. guinea Wan, do you <laughs> want to describe?
2: Right. Jesus Christ!
4: Oops! I did it again. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Oh. Okay. <laughs> so he drops yogurt.
4: Take off your pants, Greek boy.
3: Huh? You heard the man. Take those pants off. That's going to stain.
2: Dananoico's Greek yogurt. Fuel your pleasure. No, no. no what? Please, Don't what? leave
3: me alone with him. She wasn't good for us anyway. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're starting All right. out from the beginning. Guinea Wan, please describe this yeah. commercial uh, I mean, to the viewers. You know, now, does this fall into... I mean, this might but, break through. It's not even subliminal anymore. It's just full on... Sex advertising, right?
4: So
2: she wipes yogurt off his mouth, and then she puts it, her finger in her mouth to eat the yogurt. Oops, I did it again. And then he quotes a fucking uh, who, who sang that song? Oh. Britney Spears Cheers. or something? Oh, uh, he drops it on purpose onto his onto his junk. Oh, and she's smiling. She's
3: about and to go and, for and it, biting her lip.
2: You heard the man.
0: And then Dave Kooli and, and, and Bob and, Saget. Right, and then
3: two other men show up.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
2: now I want you it to pause it gonna when they me. put the, yeah, f- no, it the f- f- pause go. that look, look at what's happening with the with the yellow glove in the background mm-hmm. that is definitely like a fucking sexual fucking so you, so you like pounding that, motion or you something you don't think
3: that's cleaning yeah, you think Greek things go. are really getting no, out of control pleasure. in the back no, no. that's
2: <laughs> definitely meant to suggest like
0: like, so, whew, whew. so it's the yellow gloves, for, clearly, right? We can agree on that. The motion yeah. is the yellow gloves. The motion is the yellow gloves. So which one is Dave Coulier jerking off?
3: Now, here's something interesting.
0: <laughs> Uncle Joey's- w- w- w-
3: Watch it again. Watch the background picture again. Okay. Uh, uh- w- that's gonna stain. Daninoikos How many yellow Greek things yogurt, are you seeing? Fuel your pleasure. No, no. Like, There's something what, about the movement that's just right. And like when it cuts back, you only see two yellow blobs. Strangely gloves. erotic. So like,
2: take those pants off. That's gonna stain. Dannon Greek yogurt. Fuel your pleasure. Yeah, no, it looks like case. it's from don't two leave different me alone people. With
0: that. yeah. Right. That's weird. Well, I think it's this brush moving back and forth, and then he's doing something. over Is it weird that the
3: squirt bottle is like in his crotch?
0: <laughs> that is odd. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and who
3: the fuck has yogurt boxers? Uh, apparently, John Famous when they dumb. pay him a million dollars. All right.
2: Well, that one's okay. That one's just—they're obviously playing off the Full House bullshit, which to me is a cancer of our of our society. Yeah, we know
0: <laughs> your feelings on Full House.
2: Um, can you look up uh, you look. Ed Too Tall Jones Geico commercial? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wrote that down. I don't even have any knowledge or recollection of why. <laughs>
0: oh, I can't wait. Here
4: Geico, we go. Too Tall the thing.
3: All right, let's see what we got here. Switching
4: to Geico. Really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Geico guy. Is Ed too tall Jones too tall?
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God, dude. I'm just kidding to me holy crap that dude okay. okay now i know why i wrote that so, shit down yes she so, fucking hold he on, wait, wait, right. wait 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 let's let's, let's go that. through let's it
3: see. again section by section all right all right no no all all right, there's one thing right. to talk about so hold on
2: <laughs> there's only one thing That's to so, talk so about so we have
3: the narrator describe it so right, right. we have the narrator uh yeah, cool. really sitting here you know
4: setting
0: up the scenario generic will arnett
4: too tall jones too tall Okay, okay, so, so he's it, on like a doctor's it, off.
2: It. There's a nurse and two. At two, Tall Jones is on one of those old-fashioned scales. It's 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 not really a weight scale. It's one of those. It's got a height measurement.
0: What, what The fuck are you talking about? Of course, it's a weight scale. <laughs>
1: what kind
4: of, what other kind <laughs> well, of scale but, okay, is it? Okay, it's
1: a weight scale, but that's not why he's on it. She like it this also nurse has,
3: also I'm trying to measure his height. He's you know, standing on
1: a, it with his hands
2: vaguely over his junk. Not wearing pants. Not wearing pants. And this nurse is half his height, literally, just about. Has her hand, her left hand, on a on a a rigid black rod, <laughs> okay, which is the height measuring rod, right? And she grabs that fucking thing and she strokes it up and down, dude. Let keep
4: it several going. times. Roll right.
3: it, right? So she grabs it. She strokes that, he's that shit up, it up. It's getting higher. He's looking at it. He looks at her. She looks a little, you know, scared. Maybe it's her first time. She grabs it,
4: ah, <laughs> oh. and, and then she, she rips with it with off. It. Right. <laughs> And she's, she's holding it that- like uh,
3: there's, a, there's a look in her eyes of amazement. <laughs> what have I she gotten myself believe. into? <laughs> <laughs> right. She said, maybe this wasn't a good idea.
2: <laughs> What's this? What is, what is that?
3: What is that? Origami? I don't know. I, there's like this I vaguely.
0: It, I, think, I thought it was just a print on her shirt. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, oh, oh, it's a paperwork. Oh, and she's laying it
2: slide it. back dude, down. Dude, the, the clipboard. Go back to that. Her oh clipboard, the top of her clipboard is her, this, like, sort of like. You call it a clipboard? Oh, yeah, I it's a gonna, clipboard. I, I was going to make that goddamn a joke. You beat me to it. It's like this pink fucking
0: metal cl- clip. It's red, first of all. Dude. It's a fucking clipboard. And what
3: about the folders on the wall that are God. also pink and open? Got it.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: What? And he's just staring at her, hands crotch level. And look, look—is she? Is she holding something to her mouth?
2: She's got a handful of metal this black rod. Like, I think that shot Jesus is Christ.
3: Uh, I think that shot's position like that on purpose.
0: Yeah,
2: man, am I glad we did? We looked at that. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad. This has yeah. been uh, case closed. This has been commercials and advertisements. Commercials. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: I was trying to get there commercials and advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not the sound we want.
2: That's which, fine with me. <laughs> which one is it? That was the more sound. We we'll, <laughs> we'll there have, it is. We we'll don't have a squirty sound. That's
3: a farty sound. I'll get a squirt. All right. Anyway. Um,
2: speaking, one more thing about commercials that fucking annoys the shit out of me. Uh-huh. I can go on a mini rant here.
3: How have seventy six thousand people watched that fucking commercial? Hey, good fucking question. Wait, wait, look, wait, at, the, look, that... at, the, look at
2: the comments. See if any... that's the lady in the commercial. <laughs> it is not. Doesn't that look like the lady that's Ooh, in the commercial? No.
3: It might be. Uh, see if any of the comments make a. Wait, they have a big schwanstucker? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what's a schwanstucker? Awkward. Um. Yeah, these these aren't doing anything. Yeah, for yeah, really. yeah.
2: No, none of these people have the imagination of of, of us at the Octagon. No,
3: you know, I, I want to. Not a single person is saying nope. anything about. Nope. Uh, okay.
0: See, that's Those why you need to tune in. Right. Yep. Um, but you heard it here first, folks. Let me
2: go on this mini rant about like, you know, like food commercials, which are so endemic and like like a fucking spread like a tumor in our culture. Like they're every fucking where. Okay. Especially like. From like nine thirty at night till till past midnight when they know like you're sitting in front of your t v and you're getting ready for bed or whatever, but and they force like they slam these pizzas and hamburgers like huge in your face, like just like zooming in all huge. Just trying to like appeal to the fucking like lustful gluttonous aspect of humanity right. to get—they th- don't give a fuck about human health. They just want you to <laughs> fucking glut yourself on this poisoned garbage. Mm-hmm. And they don't care about your health. They just want your fucking dollars because they know that you—that greasy, delicious fucking food, whatever, whatever, right. But what i what I really want to bring up is I like that you described it as delicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying, That's dude, true. it's fucking delicious, and they 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 have chemicals that ensure that it's fucking delicious. But um, <laughs> you know what fucking like really fucking annoys the shit out of me about food commercials? What's that? Is when like
0: I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: dude, when they have like some kind of sauce on the screen, and all you see is this hand come in and and like to dip something in the sauce, but they, like, it, like, like, jam, it like jams it in all fast and, like, <laughs> the sauce spills everywhere. Like, who the fuck does that?
0: Like, finger blasters. Like, who the right? fuck, yeah. like,
2: when you go to dip something, do you, like, slam it in so the sauce spills out? No. Every time. Like, why do they, like, that's so stupid. Or when they fucking, like, they show, like, People dumping things like all mess, like messily dumping shit, so it spills out, and like there's crumbs. Like they'll throw chicken fingers on the table so that they <laughs> fall out of the box, they, like
3: bounce all over and, the ba- place. Exactly. Right,
4: yeah.
2: Like what? Like why? <laughs> like that's like why? Like what? What's the thinking? I want Beer Can Billy's wife to explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, you don't got to turn me down. I'll, I'll <laughs> calm down. I'll calm down.
4: No,
3: we don't want you to calm down. <laughs> Jeff's just trying to find less work yeah. to do
2: later. Yeah. Oh, to sake. be
0: listenable. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Or like, what's or, the answer? On an infomercial where they, they have these like fucking They're far, far scump esque people right, trying like, to do these mundane, ordinary right. tasks. Like the people somehow... that can't
3: walk to the couch with like a fucking <laughs> plate yeah. of nachos
0: without turning it into like a giant. Uh, cosmic clusterfuck. Yeah. They can't fucking fry an egg without cracking right. four all over the counter. Whoa,
2: my refrigerator exploded. It's <laughs> my fucking eggs.
1: Get on the fucking bus. <laughs> Get on the fucking bus.
2: <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We're just getting a little, little excited here. All right, what's this? Super Bowl egg. Uh, I don't want to see up Kate, in Kate in up That's depressing.
0: Why? What's so depressing? I. Well, I was saying you said food commercial, so right. here's a Carl's Jr. ad. You're right. Like if that shit was real, like those pickles hot. would be
3: falling out all over the They're not jalapeno, pickles, baby. Jesus Christ.
0: I could totally jerk off to commercials. right? While like If this was like 1988, the Southwest Patty Melt with jalapeno, Like it, there's no innuendo there. She's Getting off to that burger, and I'm okay with it.
3: This might be the most amazing commercial I've ever seen right a
0: just got a whole lot save, save, save.
3: so Kate Upton's at the drive-in the with Maddie a belt, fucking sandwich new, and, and I'm hard. pretty sure she's jilling off for 30 seconds straight.
0: yeah do your self-favor and look that one up Kate Upton Super Bowl commercial for put on a and uh <sighs> yeah so so what's wrong so was that wrong? one okay since it blatantly throws it in your face or and uh, they're not hiding anything they're not trying to sneakily put it. My, my only thing a is random dick in the background
3: you know I understand it's advertising but I feel like it's a little bit of false advertising because I feel like if you really got that sandwich and were contorting yourself like that in the car shit would be spilling out all over the place like those jalapenos would be everywhere
0: <laughs> you contort yourself after you eat it so you don't shit your pants right yeah. this is true <laughs>
1: Very true. By
2: you, he means Bruce, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they get they get like a point for just being whatever brash and not trying to. They're they're just like all cards on the table type thing, but they're still appealing to like, like a gluttonous fucking non virtuous aspect of, of of humanity. Um, and it's kind of like my my rant about strippers, uh, so, however many episodes ago. Like, why... All of them. Like, why show Why show me that if I can't, like, indulge? Like, parade something in front of me that I cannot follow through with doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, but you can indulge in that fucking burger all you want. Yeah. You can right. go up the street and buy that burger, and well, it's completely that, and acceptable. Well, and
2: that's what they want, exactly. Like, you can't indulge in that woman, but you can
0: indulge in...
3: Never say never. Well,
0: that's kind of... Dude. So, But, okay, just to just to play devil's an advocate mm-hmm. doesn't that kind of contradict your whole all the good things about Ayn Rand how so aren't those companies just being prosperous and you know and and doing it for themselves regardless? but it's to the it's to the harm of other people no though. because that's the person's choice to eat that food it's nobody's forcing them but to do it but that's maybe that's entrapment
3: and it's the person's choice to if they eat it so frequently that they turn into a Right. Fat fuck.
0: Moderation is the key. You can't necessarily blame the drug. There's cocaine. Cocaine's also. Awesome. Th- but Hardy's but. is a pusher
2: <laughs> of the drug. Like if you put drug pushers on this corner of your street,
0: if there's okay, a hair,
2: it's going to raise the possibility that your kids are going to start doing drugs just by having those drug dealers there. You know what I mean? As a, would you rather have them there or not have them there? That's kind of my point. Like depends we, on
0: what drug they have. <laughs> That's, I mean, mm-hmm. if there's a heroin dealer in my corner, I'm not then buying no. it. Like, but, that's, It doesn't matter if it's there or not. Okay. Okay.
2: But if there's a weed, then yes. Pot.
3: Only once they legalize it.
0: Clearly. Okay. Okay. Good good, fucking citizens. Since, since we're, we are in Maryland.
2: Dude, when are those other dominoes going to fall? I'm waiting. There's 10 <laughs> down, 40 to go. Like, an, stop the madness, America. It's not a
3: food slogan. Stop the madness. Was not that know. like a Richard Simmons thing? Arby's.
0: Dick Maybe. Simmons. <laughs> dick Simmons.
1: <laughs> All he does is suck dick. Nothing. Not even a cold. Rock Hudson, one dick. D'Arsh. Uh, Liberace, one dick. D'Arsh. Uh, dick Simmons. Dick, 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 dick. Nothing. Not even a cold.
0: Man, it's so weird when Sam just shows up in the room. I know, it's crazy. Just <laughs> it's starts just, randomly doing this bits. This place is fucking haunted. It's so weird.
2: Liberace, wanted want it, dar!
3: Oh, so Stop the Madness was an anti-drug thing. It's the anti-drug music video endorsed and supported by the United States President Ronald Reagan and the Reagan administration in 1985. Of course. The video included Claudia Wells, New Edition, LaToya Jackson, Whitney Houston, uh, as a side uh, note, who died oh, in yeah. 2012 from <laughs> a cocaine overdose, Dude, <laughs> David Hasselhoff, Kareem <laughs> like Abdul, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kim Fields, Herb Alpert, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Daryl Creswell, Tim Feehan, Casey Kasem, and Boogaloo Shrimp from the Breaking franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the main star of the vi- uh, video is Ronald Reagan's wife, Nancy Reagan, whose main cause as first lady was speaking out against drugs and forming the Just Say No anti-drug association. Miss Reagan appeared twice in Stop the Madness. <laughs> the video also featured Stacey Keach, an actor arrested and jailed for possession of cocaine in 1984, immediately prior to the release of the video to American high schools.
0: Prior. That's, <laughs> That's fucking great. great. Stacy. Keach. Uh, the, vi-
3: <laughs> the video features an appearance uh, from Los Angeles Raiders defensive end Lyle Alzado,
0: Whoa. who would later
3: admit to taking steroids and human growth hormones Yeah, since and he died. This shit killed him. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, he died, yeah, died he, from
3: cancer. Brain, died from brain cancer. lymphoma.
2: Yeah, but I
0: mean, I'm sure this, the Royce is healthy. Jesus help. Christ. Wow, well, Zito was only Maybe. 40. You can't say that he got brain cancer from steroids, though. Right. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck are you. You, that is, you don't think that contributed? How do you know it did?
4: How I many? Mean, it's I,
1: like kind of likely. I uh,
4: don't really? Know.
0: Just like all the baseball players and all the bodybuilders and Mr. Olympias and powerlifters that I see at the fucking local gym are all juiced to the tits and don't have brain cancer? Well, where are the bodies? Where are
1: the bodies? <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> let the let the jism hit the floor. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what,
3: what were you saying? Uh, Lyle Alzado was only 43 when
0: he died. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's younger than you and only a year older than me. And Hulk Hogan's, like, what, pushing 70 and probably did 50,000 times the amount of roids that Mr. Alzado did. Mm. Wow. Mm. Lyle
2: Alzado was on that Cleveland Browns team... Uh, fucking red right 88 man i think it was 1980 or 81 did he
0: play sloth and goonies is that or is that another no. nfl player i don't know if any nfl i don't know if he
3: was a football player for sure All
0: Right. hold on more importantly uh I hulk, think Hogan, hulk hogan's
2: something. 65 okay I think you might be oh. onto something there no 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 i know who you're talking about it's what? not um it's not alzado no, it's definitely not alzado i know that Fact. I, I don't know uh, his name, John Matuszak. That's Matuzak. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, he played for NFL. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he
0: was like a commentator briefly, I think, too. Very, I think he, but he and he also passed away pretty young, right?
3: Uh, let me see. He was, played most of his career with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, he was, was also a it, strong man.
0: If he was, dies, of, if he died of brain cancer or uh, most shit, <laughs> he,
3: he died in nineteen eighty nine oh, wow. of accidental uh, propoxyphene overdose. Wow, am I saying that correctly? Probably a steroid. Uh, it's an opioid. Uh, okay, tended to treat mild pain. Damn. and a cough <laughs> suppressant. I was taken off the market where, where, where? <laughs> uh, due to concerns of fatal overdoses and heart arrhythmias.
1: Well,
2: hey guys, I got a joke for you. Okay, I'm going to do it in my best Christopher Hitchens accent because
3: <laughs> which which. Coincidentally, is also your worst, Christopher Hitchens.
4: Accent. No.
2: <laughs> Why was the Amish girl excommunicated? Why? Two Mennonite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was fucking good, dude. You Gotta admit, that's quality fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, do you even know who Christopher Hitchens is, Bruce? No. You're not familiar. Mm. Who you know, is it? You know, Sparka. Cutting well, the
2: he, look, just... I've been watching his YouTube videos, man. He's just really fascinating to listen to. He's a brilliant intellectual dude. He actually was... He was like a like this drinking and smoking, you know, at the same time. But he's very intellectual, English, born I've, in England and went guy. to Oxford, but he came to lived in D.C. most of his life because he, he just, you know, and he was like a political like uh, writer. and Political. Yeah. See, see how I picked that shit up? I've seen this guy on stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah. He used to be on Jon Stewart and like, you know, okay. all that shit. Um, But he's known for being like an atheist and like arguing against like how religion poisons a culture and how, right. like a lot of like faith based. Like all of the terrible events of history, like or kind of faith, like were traced back. Someone's religion, exactly, right. exactly. And all uh, true. He's got some really logical, like deconstructive arguments against, you know, like the arguments of religion. Like, and they're just really fascinating. And um, he's just fascinating to listen to. I don't know. He's articulate, and but he's he'll drop some funny ass one liners, you know, like once in a while too, like. uh Like uh, here's another joke he told. uh, What did the Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor?
3: What did the Buddhist say to the hot dog
2: vendor? Make me one with everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's quality. It's a quality fucking joke. That is
4: good.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh. Oh, and uh, look, uh, <laughs> that that qualified for two check marks. Well, I, those are the two jokes. Check and he also said this fucking great fucking burn. He was talking about like somebody he hated. Right. Like if I were to talk about Mitch McConnell or somebody that I really despise. Okay. I would say you could just here's like a fucking roast, a quick roast. Mm-hmm. Give him an enema. You can bury him in a matchbox.
0: I don't get it. Give him
2: an enema. You can bury him in a matchbox.
3: So basically, so full of shit. Precisely. That there's nothing uh, left. Precisely.
2: See, like that—that's quality. That's like that's like very, very quality. Fucking like that. Those are the three that I heard like recently while watching his shit. That I like.
3: That one's whatever. The make me one with everything is really fucking good. Yeah, that's like <laughs> really <laughs> good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Hey, we have kind of our own Christopher Hitchens here. Guinea Juan is is one with the with the quips.
2: Guinea Juan exorcism is about to get some jism. boom. <laughs> I mean,
3: that's, that's 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 on the same level, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. Right.
2: right.
3: Same. I mean, such careful wordplay.
2: One of the things he did. Boom boom riggedy boom. One of the things he brought up that was controversial was like he he's got he really has it out for mother Teresa. He thinks that she's as hypocritical. Like everybody just automatically worships her and they, they don't really know the full story. Like she took money from these terrible people. And I don't know, like, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Like, I don't know enough about it. Like and he he also says shit about like anybody with a reverend in front of their name. We mm-hmm. automatically assume that like, just because they have reverend in front of their name, that we need to like, listen to that. Like we need to like, just without like, being critical, we just like take what they say and like accept it without right. critical fucking, you know,
3: right? Like the rever- analysis, like the Reverend Jim Jones, or the
0: Reverend Al sharp Exactly.
2: Yeah, he's got choice words for people like that. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know about this we shit. Personally, that's a that's a mark in the con column. If you come to me and your title is Reverend, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. then I know what I know. You or are believing idiot. in some kind of shit. Yeah
2: i just uh I ordered some of his books they're in the mail i found, I found like some used copies for like three bucks, man, looking forward to reading some of that shit
0: but uh, yeah uh Richard Dawkins was the other guy we were talking yeah, about. yeah
2: yeah i I see like I've seen videos with his name in there too, but I haven't clicked on those yet.
0: He's another you know wise cracking Brit who's an atheist and and toured with Hitchens, I think yeah did a lot of speaking engagements with him. What do you guys, you guys think about live podcasts live I mean most, like the people
3: that are doing like some of these more popular podcasts that are doing these live shows now like these events where they'll Oh, tour you mean around. live in
0: front of a public audience right in front of an audience like at a theater huh. mm-hmm. i mean it's it's kind of cool i it, it changes it up one of the funniest podcasts I ever listened to was a live podcast in front of an audience uh-huh. And it was called the End of the World Podcast, and it was done on the day the election resolve came out in 2016. Okay. And it was phenomenal because they <laughs> kept getting updates from backstage with numbers and right, right. And they found they while on stage podcasting with all of the A-list co- comedians you can imagine. Was yeah. it like Bill Rogan Burr, and shit? Rogan, uh, who put Bert it on? Kreischer, someone, one of these LA comedy clubs. Okay, you know? okay. Um, and it w- but it was like ten li- people in and to out. It- and I listened to the whole thing, and they like live on stage find out that Donald Trump is their it new is winning, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, so
3: I imagine it's, it's phenomenal. It was great. Right. I it's imagine it's a little it's chaotic like,
0: uh, because people are t- there's a lot of people on stage and they're talking over each other. Right. But all in all, it was a good experience. Huh. It was fun.
3: Yeah, I can imagine that. Did you see right, all their a, fa- like all a their... weird like growing sense of despair? Yeah, and that's just, what like, I was going to ask. Did you sense just, that? like a sense of like what oh, the fuck is happening? For sure. Right. Yeah,
0: you saw like every it was. They couldn't believe it. They kept trying to convince themselves that, you know, it's going to pull through. It's going to pull through. And then eventually it l- reached that, a point yeah, of no, no. return. You know. I, I,
3: watched, I watched one recently that the, like actually had an HBO special of a recording of one of the live things called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Huh. It's about like this guy who finds that his dad was writing like smut books. And he they find this thing. And apparently his dad's like an awful fucking terrible writer. Who apparently doesn't understand anything about sex, and they essentially just read parts of this book, working their way through it and making fun of it while they're reading it. It was oh, really funny, yeah, right? It's hilarious. But I mean, it's to the point where they apparently had this huge popular podcast of them, you know, deconstructing his dad's books, and then it got to the point where they were doing live shows of it, and then got a fucking HBO special for it. Oh, right.
2: I remember the day after the election, seeing some video online. Of these three, like, fucking 20-something betas, like, liberals. <laughs> betas. Like, betas. Um, just sitting around, like, sadly, like, trying to process what the fuck just happened. Like, I, I just remember that. Like, what what went wrong? How did this happen? Oh,
3: you know, it was just like... Well, there's people I work with that are still angry on, like, a daily basis. Uh, about Trump? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that it's just, like... Half the it, country.
2: It's it's so ridiculous though. He's in England right now. The time of this recording, he's in, on a trip to England. Uh, supposedly, it's the seventy fifth anniversary. Maybe do I get that right? Of D Day or something?
0: D Day. I don't know. Like well, the it,
2: storming of Normandy or whatever.
0: Yeah the the beach beach of Normandy. Yes. Proud, that sounds right. Yeah. Um,
2: I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to go on next year, twenty twenty. I'm not looking forward to it. Why? Just because it's just going to be a chaotic shitstorm of like political fucking political discord, as opposed to discourse. I'm saying discord. You know, it's just going to be a fucking mess. The Democrats is just like this vomitorious like overflow of people that are trying to jockey for like there's I don't know. Like this Pete Buttigieg guy seems okay, but he's gay.
1: He's gay. <laughs> Wh-
0: why does that matter <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's guy
2: it, it it shouldn't matter but uh, dude, it, should, if, it shouldn't
0: matter but now he's not going to vote for him because he doesn't think he's gonna, has a chance of winning who's Who? Th- who? just saying you or in no in ge- i mean if well, obviously there's going
2: to be one main some, somebody's going to win the democratic ticket you know sure and do you, whoever you think it's going to be a,
0: a gay guy named pete, pete Buttigieg that nobody can pronounce <laughs> no um Well, I tell you, if
2: America's not ready for a woman, well, it's not that America's not ready for a woman, it's that they weren't ready for Hillary Clinton, which I'm... I wouldn't Nobody want her it's either. That, it's not that we weren't ready. We didn't Nobody want her. Fucking wanted her. Right,
0: right. Yeah. We. Yeah. That was just Democrats basically shot themselves in the foot mm-hmm. this, in 2016. I and still stand screwed by their case.
2: I still stand by what I said because she was supposed to win the ticket in 08, but this like you know fucking Cinderella story, fucking out of nowhere guy, Obama like sweeps in and just yanks the rug out from under her. What's Barack
1: this? Hussein Obama. Barack Hussein Obama.
3: I'm glad you hit it before I even got the (laughs) I I didn't even get a chance to set it up. He just
2: immediately knew where I was going. By the way, I looked for that online, man. I couldn't find it, man. I I spent 20 minutes plus looking for that, and I could not find it. But I know for a fucking fact that Jeremiah Wright, the reverend, there is a reverend for you. uh, I I saw him say that once, and that's what cemented it in my head.
1: Everybody's fixated on his name. Barack Hussein Obama.
2: Um. But uh, and then, dude, in 2016, Hell or High Water, she was going to have that ticket, and so got people in the streets by the tens of thousands for Bernie Sanders, for fucking Hillary crickets, dude. I didn't see a a single fucking bumper sticker or or yard sign for
0: her, not one, not once. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were coming to that. (laughs) You didn't pay for drugs, not
2: once. Like, and that just says it all like that was so orchestrated for her to have. And she was just like, OK, it's, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the ticket and I'm going to win because look at who I'm up against. They didn't take him seriously enough. And part of me, like for as much as I don't prefer Trump, like part of me is like kind of happy, like that. She didn't get it either because like, Why? Just why
0: she, she's more of the same. She's she's yeah. a warmongering piece of shit, just like the rest of them that mm-hmm. we've had over the last, whatever, 40 years, mm-hmm. ever since Carter, who is probably the last decent human being, which is why he's a shitty president. I, Thank think you. we've probably mentioned that before, but right. and I
2: don't even think he was a shitty president. He just had fucking people that like undermined what he was
0: doing. Yeah, he was a shitty president. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't a shitty president. Uh, we had a terror. The economy took took a shit. Gas. There was a gas shortage. Right. Was that his he, fault though? He Tried to. I mean, it, whether it's his fault or not, he's going to get hit yeah. with blame. Just like Clinton yeah. gets all the credit for the good economy. It's all bullshit.
2: Yeah, it like, is. It is. Um, but uh, you know, for his. Say what you will about Trump, he did say he was going to shake things up, and that's exactly what he's doing. And people are are butthurt. People don't generally they don't like change. Well, go ahead there, Brucey.
0: Brucey, Brucey, Brucey.
3: To me, it's almost about less what he's doing, and it's more frustrating seeing some of the things that are happening in you know these other states, like this Alabama abortion bill. Uh, Hmm. And things like that that I don't necessarily think steer us in the right direction, right, you know
0: um so i mean it's it's not even but this administration probably would beg to differ. they probably think that's the right direction based on what his Supreme court justice nominations are, right. and his i mean I'm pretty sure he's been on record saying, I'm only picking. Supreme Court justices who are willing to overturn Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm.
2: It's discouraging to me that just because, like, it's so, people have it so black and white now. Like, if you're on the right, you believe in.
0: You know, you don't – you're you're anti-abortion. Like you follow the platform to a T. Yeah,
2: like when did we become that? Like that's so stupid to me. We didn't.
0: That's the thing. The majority of people don't fucking follow that way. Yeah. But it's just way easier to try and paint people into a It's presented that way, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's presented that way on TV because it's easy and quick and for their sound bites
0: and shit. If you go down the list of identity politics categories, subjects, whatever – I am probably as center as you can fucking get. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, I'm not religious. I'm atheist. I'm pro-choice, but I'm also believing gun rights and mm. small government. And okay, you know, yeah. like those things are completely polar opposites on the political spectrum. Mm-hmm. But that's where my beliefs. The way it's right. so where the least, fuck yeah. am I supposed to fit in? <laughs> right. I was told I can't even register as a libertarian in Maryland anymore. So my political party literally just vanished, and now I <laughs> have to pick a side if I want to fucking vote in a primary. Right. So it's either I don't get to vote in the primaries and don't get to pick out of the candidates of either side, or I have to affiliate with one of them. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. Right. You know what else is fucking weird?
2: Do me a favor on the internet there, Bruce. Look up, how do you say left in Italian?
3: Should I go to Google Translate and just translate left? Yes. To Italian?
2: Now I want to bring up something about left and right, those two words, and how left comes to mean liberal Democrats, and right comes to mean the conservative Republicans.
3: So left translated into Italian,
2: sinistra. Okay. So from the Latin or wherever that comes from, left comes from sinistra, which is sinister. Left handedness or left direction in general derived from ancient times or whatever to mean satanic or evil. If the left direction and if you this this translated into Catholicism, even up until the 60s and 70s, my my older brother, when he was in elementary school, he had his hands smacked with a ruler because he was left handed Mm -hmm. because that was seen to be like the wrong path and Satan and all that shit left.
3: It's the stranger hand.
2: Yeah, and, and, and look at the and the other word is right, which is synonymous with correct or proper or the right way to go.
0: So what's what is right in Italian? Correcto mondo. I don't know, no, no, but I don't even know. Destra.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how did that even come to be? Apparently that's relevant. Like
0: that is a coup for conservatives. That's a fucking like linguistic coup. No, but they didn't. I mean, you're saying that they were labeled left. What? What if the left picked left? I don't know that they picked it. Yeah, but you don't know. That's my point. So how the fuck can you say it was I'm purposefully somehow? Said.
2: Somehow it came to pass. I don't know the origin of it, but somehow I think it might have dated way back to the to the how left meant wrong and right meant right. Yeah, but so why so would today, the left
0: agree on being? I don't left.
2: know that they agreed to it. I wonder the origin of the political spectrum, how left came to be known as, as liberal, maybe the L and the L, I don't know. Maybe. And the right, people consider this is right because it's been right and we're traditional and we're conserving the ways that are right. I don't really know how that came to pass, but it's just interesting. It reminds me of how the word fat in, in, in dietary concerns mm-hmm. is like accidentally like synonymous with oh, you are overweight, you are fat. But that's not how, why people become fat. They don't become fat because they ingest fats. They, they become fat, overweight, because they ingest sugar and carbs. But like th- That's an accident that helped the sugar and carb industry fucking for 50 fucking years.
0: Maybe, but people are called fat because they have an abundance of body fat. Yeah, but it's put it's there not because not of what through, their diet it's is. It's put there not if through you mean, if fats, not, but it's put there through sugar and carbs. Yeah, I get that, but they're, they're, you're not... No it's one's a, calling you fat because they saw you eating bacon. They're calling you fat because you have 10 pounds of bacon around your waist. Like... But it's not bacon, though. It's, like, fucking
2: sugar and carbs that were fucking... Did, right. ...didn't get burned off properly or I whatever. Get, I get that. You're, yeah.
0: You missed the point. I'm just saying
2: linguistic... Like, these linguistic accidents that are convenient for certain interests like and this left and right bullshit like the fact that the conservatives have the word right in their corner is just like a little like it's just a disadvantage that's accidental like it's arbitrary why are they called right like in terms of left and right but it also that word right also means correct which has a connotation of we are the we are the true path we are the proper and correct way to go because we are right the gop it's just fucking grand weird old to me party. it's just weird to me all
3: right. Well, that was a good run, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you want, if, you, if, if you want the truth, <laughs> drop some knowledge there, Brucey. According, the, the, according to history.com, today the terms left wing and right wing are used as symbolic labels for liberals and conservatives, but they were originally coined in reference to the physical seating arrangements of politicians during the French Revolution. The split dates to the summer of 1789 <laughs> when members of the French National Assembly met to begin drafting a constitution. The delegates were deeply divided over the issue of how much authority King Louis the whatever <laughs> should have. King Louis, he says! And as the debate raged, the two main factions each staked out territory in the assembly hall. The anti-royalist revolutionaries see themselves to the presiding officers left while the more conservative, aristocratic supporters of the monarchy gathered to the right. I tried to sit in different parts of the hall and not adopt any marked spot, so as to remain more the master of my opinion, one right-wing baron wrote, but as I was compelled absolutely to abandon the left or else be condemned always to vote alone and thus be subjected to jeers from the galleries.
2: Fascinating. I did not know that bit of history. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but still, (laughs) it it still was an accident that right, you know. That they they happen to be sitting on the the right-hand side of of the room. It's interesting stuff to ponder. It's all I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck. Um. We got time for one more topic? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the whole Mike Tyson Tupac thing. You want to get into that now, or you want to? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, we could pull it up. Yeah. Uh, pull.
2: Pull.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I saved it on the Facebook page, right? So, oh, so, yeah, I, I read this story about uh, Mike Tyson, who apparently has a podcast, which I didn't know. I That's fascinating. You know. Uh the, the he talks article, about a lot of
3: scary stuff. It was, it was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Sandy
0: Cloth. It's actually a pretty well written <laughs> article. Let's see. Uh, Michael Harriet from The Root. <laughs> There's my new favorite. Publication, the root, dick root. I love Mike, the picture they used too. Mike Tyson reportedly put the pause on the the game's manager. The game is apparently a rapper. Yes, for insinuating that Tupac was bisexual. Fascinating. So, um, yeah, this guy writes a really great article about how there is a brave soldier named Whack One Hundred from the game's posse.
3: To, wait, so for a second, before yeah. we get into that, apparently Mike Tyson's podcast is called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Yeah, uh,
0: Hot Boxing just being one word. And he just, and he, I think he smokes weed the whole time he's interviewing people. That's it is. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, he he
3: has a special guest named Whack One Hundred, who is a, uh, uh, a manager who manages rappers like The Game and Blueface. I've heard of The Game. I have no idea who the fuck
0: Blueface is. So it's on this podcast, and and Whack 100 pulls up this uh this picture of Tupac in bed with some other dude, and they're just kind of sitting there with shirts off, right, and
3: doing the bro cuddle:
0: Yeah, claiming that this is proof that he was bisexual, and I, Mike Tyson, who back in the day was good friends with Tupac, took very much offense to this. Uh, he found these accusations ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh. And a me- <laughs> and a melee ensued.
3: Oh, that's fucked up. That
0: Ridiculous.
3: That's that's messed
0: up. They actually spelled it out like that. Yeah. The that's guy the writer is funny. He's got right. some some good uh jokes in there. Uh the the rapper said shit got warm in the room when Mike wanted to address the Tupac conversations. Shit got warm. So I mean I don't see anything
3: necessarily bisexual about uh that photo. I mean it's just dudes.
0: Yeah, not yeah,
3: being a little bro-y. right? I mean, there well, are I, there are much worse photos of me in existence,
2: um, <laughs> in much more compromising. <laughs> prove it. Well, I
0: was uh, photos to be posted on the on the Cinecraft page. I,
2: I will I will say this: I was a big fan of the Roots miniseries from the late seventies. <laughs> oh, uh, Christ, where is this going? And, and, uh, I bet you were a kunta in the first episode when Lavar when Lavar Burton is still at, when Lavar Burton is still in Africa isn't he the guy from uh, Star Trek Next
0: Generation reading yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Rainbow uh, there's, there's a scene Rainbow there's a scene when he's there as a teenager you know before he's captured and he's they show the the first episode of Roots has a lot about like what that life in Africa must might have been like before the slave traders capture him and uh there's a scene where like he's just like you know hanging out with his teenage friends and and they're like they have nothing on except like a loincloth and they're like bare like the bare chest everything else is bare and uh, there's a scene where they all fall down and they're all laughing and their bodies are all intertwined and they're they're just like rolling around on the ground laughing. And and it's not gay. It's just like.
0: It, but it still got you hard. That you're saying? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you still you still finished.
2: I wasn't jizzing on fucking kids. <laughs> but my point is <laughs> my point is that, that photo, which is, you know, it's two dudes with their shirt off and they're in bed. And the one dude's sort of like got his head propped up on Tupac's chest or whatever it doesn't necessarily mean gayness
0: i am 100% behind it it just doesn't yeah 100% or bisexual i mean
2: does that dude whack 100 have actual other evidence or is that picture his only fucking thing he's hanging at and hat how on?
0: and how do he get his name whack yeah there's another joke in there about whack 100 how it could be like a world record for for jerking off <laughs> or something yeah 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 Oh, dude oh yeah it, it must be pointed out his name could be misconstrued as a very specific masturbation instructions. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. There's no proof from this picture saying the, the, the picture, it's a, it's a screenshot that was posted. Uh, was that Instagram?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It says, uh, whack 100. Don't say, don't care who it is. It ain't, cr- I can't see that far away either. Uh,
2: Control plus, I think we'll
0: will that zoom bring in. it in. Ooh, there you go. Oh, you the man? Let's see. Is that you? Maybe. Wait, which dude's you? Wait a minute. Okay, time out here, folks. Uh, Bruce just handed Guinea Juan his cell phone, and I really want to see the picture that he's showing him now because apparently it's gayer than this one of Tupac. And he, I was right. <laughs> yeah, that is that is. Super. Wait a minute. Is one of those people you? On the right, dude. The Yeah, the guy in the fishnet stockings with his bulge hanging through. It, and the and shirtless... It, uh, my bulge is in a sock. Oh, it's Damn, oh. man.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm not that's sure fucking that Tupac is bisexual, but, but, but Bruce is definitely fucking gay.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Matt, is that from the road? Is that an archival?
3: Oh, yeah, the- that's
0: a road story for sure. You Don't worry about the road. <laughs>
3: You don't know
2: nothing about the room.
0: Yeah, so we were sidetracked by Bruce's... Uh... Wow, that's that's
2: going back, man. That's archival. <laughs> archival. Thanks for
3: uh, taking us. Un... This... I'm just saying certain photos don't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. No. And some mean
2: everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, gents,
2: it's been a couple hours on the Cynic route. We got to pull over and uh, get some gash. <laughs> yeah I said that on purpose like how long have you
0: been holding that one
2: in <laughs> go over uh, and get some geish. by the way there's a bank called red canoe just let that image sink in let that image sink in as we leave you on this fine evening red, red
3: canoe. canoe so I don't know if we uh, actually even introduced ourselves in I'll be, the beginning I'll be,
2: I'll be doing a rowing motion as I as I stroke the the oars of the red canoe I
3: bet you will
0: um, oh wow we never did introduce ourselves, so no. let's outro. So yes, outro ourselves. Pretty sure
2: I introduced myself with an Italian song.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, but it was in another language, so nobody uh, knew what the uh, fuck
3: Italian song. So, so when yeah. people click on this episode, the first thing they fucking hear is "C'è la
1: luna <laughs> <me tina matenado. laughs> Yeah,
0: and then they're gonna turn it off. Be like, "What is this garbage?" <laughs>
1: non c'è carpaccio.
0: <laughs> so
3: thank you uh, for listening once again. Please feel free to write or
0: uh, yeah, do whatever. Yeah. Email us. Go to the web- go to the website taking dot com and you can get in touch that way. Once again, thanks to Tyler for shouting let's it give out. Give a round of yeah, applause man. for Tyler. Yeah, yeah man. Tyler, you are the man. And he- this one goes out to you. Uh, let's see, what Tyler de Parciville,
1: abbastanza bene, basta. Tyler, Grazie.
0: you get the old. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> Tyler, you're the man. Keep it's them like coming. That fucking, uh, maybe for, we get a Skype interview. That stupid ass
2: yeah, Pharrell maybe. on the bench guy, the guy who talks like a frog. Uh,
1: I'm talking sports.
2: I'm Pharrell on the bench. Uh, uh.
3: What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, I had about? no idea what happening.
2: Yeah. And when people call him up, they like they like, can I get like a blue moon? And then they they play like this like fucking like beer pouring sound effect like like fucking callers will call up and ask, can I get a blue moon? And then like somebody will hit a button and. Poof, It'll be like somebody pouring like callers will ask for this. Like, is that stupid or what? Is that just me? Or is that fucking like,
0: oh, it's stupid. That's real (laughs) stupid.
1: (laughs) Uh, What do you got to say? I'm on the
2: bench. I'm a dick. Uh, Wow. I talk for about three minutes and then I have seven minutes of commercials. Uh,
3: (laughs) Anyway. So thanks again, listeners.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Back to our show. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 31. Right. 31 taking the cynic route. I'm Jeff. They call me Bruce.
1: Episode 31, dirty 3031.
0: It's a 31. In the words of Beer Camp Billy, take care, brush your hair.
1: Buonasera.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Taking the Cynic Crowd. If you guys want to contact us or follow us through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can get all of our handles at our website www.takingthesynicroute.com If you want to email us for guest opportunities or topic ideas you can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail and if you really like what you're listening to and we made you laugh and you got a couple bucks to spare you can check out our Patreon page any amount per month will help us cover the cost of doing the podcast itself between production and hosting and domain registry and all that fun stuff So, until next time, like, download,
4: and share, Taking the Cynic Route.